Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am. An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. With your host, Mr. Gray. <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> and Billy V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. And now featuring Gimli. Really? <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Introducing our international rugby correspondent, Eric Nichols. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> This interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And oh yeah, the name Tight Head. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a Tight Head prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. Enjoy Tight Head Brewing Company. Alright, so here we are for another episode of the B-Side Boys podcast. Philly V, we made it to a hundred episodes. I'm honestly shocked. I didn't think we'd make it past five. <laughs> hey, quit slapping our bellies. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, I didn't think we'd make it past three. I yeah. still remember when you sent me a text message a year and a half ago, and you're like, hey, we should do a podcast. And I was like, oh, that's... That's like a joke everybody says online, like, oh, middle-aged white guys sitting in their basement. They think they're so cool. But I don't know, being like serious and, and all jokes aside, because it's probably going to get pretty silly um, pretty soon. Um, my kid just fell and he's laughing, so thanks, Kobe. Um, but all kidding aside... Um, this is pretty cool. We've met a lot of people. We've talked to a lot of people we never would have talked to before. Uh, we've connected a lot of people, um, gotten new people involved into coaching, into refing, and just involved in the game. And so the whole point of this whole thing, we call it the B-Side Boys because we know we're not experts. We're here to have a good time, and we're going to have a few beers. So thank you, everyone, who's been a part of this because if nobody listened and no one interacted with it, we would have dropped it immediately. Mm-hmm. So we keep it going because... There's some interest, so thank you, everybody. This is a lot of fun, and this episode is going to be extremely fun because we have a lot of guests. Uh, if you went to the University of Northern Iowa, this episode's for you because a lot of you and I stuff. But yeah, Phil, do you have anything to say about 100 episodes? No, it's been fun. There's been a lot of really interesting people we've gotten to talk to, and gotten to learn a lot because you know having to do research and stuff and learn about some things so yeah you've done that like six or seven times maybe yeah that's that's generous for like four or five times yeah yeah no it's been good i've had a lot of fun coming over here every weekend and 
hanging out. So yeah, and then we've added Eric Nichols to the show. He was one of our most popular guests, and oh, so hello. Eric, thank you. You know, it was one of those things. Whenever you'd be on, it was like, wow, so many people listen. We should just have him on all the time, and it's always fun to talk to you about rugby. You could talk to rugby like for days. So yeah, really, like confidence, like in myself, was at an all-time high, and then every episode I'm on, the listeners just go down and down and down. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing wrong? You're supposed to get us up. The more episodes we have, the less I feel good about myself, but that's all right. I was already too high. <laughs> me knock you down a peg or two? <laughs> well, I like how when Gray asked you originally, you're like, oh, it's like nobody's going to want to listen to me or like whatever, and you were like top three or like top four episodes like right off the bat we're just like immediately yeah, yeah, everybody wants to listen to Nichols so stop <laughs> and and what's really cool about it is too uh, again we're not experts so when you're like hey I'm gonna talk about the World Cup and professional rugby me and Phil are like awesome because we don't know anything except maybe like three names and kind of what's going on so it's added a lot so hey thanks for being here hey no problem i just like to drink seven beers on sunday night and get away from my <laughs> wife and kids so who you kids, love uh, kids, i have two who you love and are thankful for we yeah only last. because you're you love and are thankful for your kids yes <laughs> <laughs> and then gimli gimli hello you joined us in the show recently as well sure did and it's just great to have you on oh, and it's been a blast yeah what it, what are your thoughts you know i'm just happy first off i'm happy to diversify because it was just you know two big burly boys with facial hair that play in the front row Need yeah. some new, something different. Shake it up a bit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I got a lot of random information that's useless in my head, so I got to get it out there somehow for the world to hear. So I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. I just know there's been a lot of rugby car trips or times when we lived in the big league and we would play Madden or NCAA football or yeah, even bad. just working at Gusto together where sure. we would yeah. talk about a lot of – really weird random stuff and it was like yeah we need to we need to add that to the show oh i appreciate it i like it you know a lot of good memories i like you thanks man yeah and then uh enough kissing each other we've got three very 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 special guests on tonight's show uh one recurring guest uh eric frana thank you for joining us in studio salome How have you been lately? Uh, I've been very good, kind of in the post-fall rugby funk, trying mm. to find things to do with myself, but uh, it's going good, living the married life. Yeah, I was just going to say, you just got married? How's that going? Not that she's in the room. <laughs> really, really good. It's going, it's going good. great. I'm just going to say, too, your band at your wedding was the coolest thing I've I've seen at a wedding. A cover band that took pop songs and regular songs and turned them into rock songs, but also played rock songs was very, very fun. And then the fire alarm went off. That was was awesome. That was seriously one of the coolest things I've seen. I had a good time. Uh, Got a little banged up in the pit. (laughs) (laughs) It was all good, though. Scared uh, some of the old people off. Yeah, immediately, every like everybody over the age of like forty was like, "I'm gonna go outside for the rest of the time because I'm scared of a mosh pit at a wedding." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. And then we also have returning guest and 
the number one listened to episode in B-Side Boys history. And uh, Spotify let us know that your episode was listened to 329% more than anyone else. Holy buckets. Jeremy Newman. Yay! Hey everyone. Thanks for all the listeners. I appreciate it. But also congratulate you guys on 100 episodes because... I'm not gonna lie, I don't listen to every single episode, but I think I'm 70% out of 100, which is pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's but right. yeah, you guys make a retired rugby player like feel involved. I know what's going on. A lot of random updates I never would know, to be honest. So thanks, Mr. Gray and Philly V. Well, we're glad you're here, and we're gonna, we really want you here so we can, uh, keep you in the rugby game with with coaching and playing and all that stuff we're gonna we're gonna make another pitch to recruit you back out for the wombats so well that's what i was just gonna say when he said retired he air quoted himself so i feel like there's like an addendum to that retirement perhaps they feel like there's a little opening i mean Ooh. i mean tom has been recruiting us pretty hard for his southeast asia rugby trip i could probably like sell that off as an idea like just low stakes rugby you shouldn't go to china I'll fly a little further south and you just get weird. Have you ever been to Thailand? <laughs> nope, never Thailand. Only Korea. You would love Thailand. Everyone would love Thailand. Oh, you've been there. Yeah, I oh, went yeah. there. And I didn't even go to the weird spots. I went to spots where you could go on a honeymoon and have fun. And I'm not it wasn't that. <laughs> well, I mean, there was still like weird stuff that Did you drink a bunch of Chang? Is Chang. That what <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's how <laughs> You know how hard it is to find Chang in West Des Moines? Like, nobody carries it. Yeah, you don't. It. Not you don't very. Find it. Yeah. yeah, some places do. Really? What? Global Brew House had it, and you know what happened to them? Closed. They closed. We got the Chang. <laughs> yeah, but if anyone wants to go to Thailand for uh, rugby, they should contact, was it Joe Lipper, Tom McClyman? Yeah. When's that going to be? It's February, right? Somewhere in there? No, they're going in like June. Oh, yeah. that late? Come on, Phil. They've always done it in, like, February. Then we can get those tiger print, like, warm-up jerseys. Sure about that? Sure about that? Can we ride elephants? No, that is abusive. You can feed them and take care of them, but don't ride them. That's rude. Can we arm wrestle their trunks? No. Gosh. What the fuck are we supposed to do, then? There's, a, there's a lot to do. <laughs> can, we, can we gamble on, like, a blood sport type event? Yes. You can, yes. <laughs> yes. There's some crazy things that happen behind the markets. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Speaking behind the markets, we have a third guest. <laughs> that was a really good segue. Thank you. No, sometimes, too, if you just say that, like, it just, you just keep going, but I stopped. That paused too long. First time guest, longtime friend. Grant Stefan. The legend. He's here, guys. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Grant, how you been, man? I haven't seen you in in forever. It's been a while. I haven't seen most of you guys in a while. It's good to be here. Thank you for the invite. Oh, thank you for coming. And yeah, we're we're extremely excited to have you. And yeah, what I'm really what is... just excited to pop my cherry on this podcast, to be honest. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. 
But so we got the microphone in your hand, and so for people that may not know who Grant Stefan is, Grant, what was the last like rugby thing you were involved in? It would have been nationals out in Denver, right? Bremer County, twenty seventeen, right? Yep. 2016? 2016? Right. Yeah. 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 Boy, how the years go by. Yeah. yeah. It was like All six years ago. Yeah. And so... Didn't end well. Yeah, did you pull a hammy or... I, I pulled a hamstring, yeah. I remember me and Brian, like, watching Grant struggle to get down the aisle in the airplane. We felt so bad because we spent the whole trip taking care of Joe Lipper on crutches that Grant hurts. And that was not a fun plane ride. I was, like, hopping through... Knocking people over and knocking drinks out of people's hands. Whoops. To be fair, though, at least you didn't ride the charter bus for 20 hours with a oh pulled God. hammy or, you know, get peed on. <laughs> or because... in a puddle of piss. Who lost their thumb? Oh, no. same, same guy. Oh. Same guy. No, there was a lot of piss all over that bus. I well, mean, yeah, there were kids. Was, there could have been anything. Kids pee. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Oh, and so Grant, where uh, where'd you start your rugby days? Because uh, I feel like there's there's a few guys you played with on your very first team. There's a couple people team, in the room right now. A team we talk about a lot, but it does not exist anymore. No, it doesn't. It'll... Des Moines Chaos. Many, many moons ago. Uh, who, who got you out? Who recruited you? Uh, that would be Gimli. Hey. He kind of tricked me into going out one day. <laughs> and I didn't really know what I was doing. And uh, Dean Hicksonbaugh gave me the ball and said, Rest let's play peace. rugby. No, and this big, giant dude named John Hoffman. Big, tall John Hoffman? Big, tall John Hoffman. Was going to tackle me, and I uh, I ran through him, thinking it was the coolest thing in the world. And uh, John Hoffman's like, what are you talking about? I still tackled you. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is rugby. And I remember that, yeah. The rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then after uh, playing in high school for the Des Moines team, you ended up at the University of Northern Iowa. And so, again, we have one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven of us. All seven of us, you and I, guys, go Cats, go win a national title. Also, hey, if you haven't already, donate to the GoFundMe uh, to help them get to nationals. This will come out before they play. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, they could use some help getting down there. Where's the GoFundMe link? Uh, On their Facebook. It's on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Perfect. Pretty much anywhere there's uh, social media. They've linked it. Um, But, yeah, the boys are going down to Houston. They play Memphis. And it looks like that first match is Friday, December 8th at 6 p.m. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's late. Weird. Central Standard. Central Standard. Under the lights? Probably then. Nope, lights off. (laughs) (laughs) We're advantaged cats, nocturnal. Yep, they just have headlights on. All the cars are parked around. It's going to be real hard to see the ball. Oh, man. Oh, in the dark rugby ball? (laughs) Hey, I got just a quick funny story about Grant Stephan's inception into the rugby scene. Yeah, let's dive Uh, more into that. We we just rushed right through that. Grant's like, that. He's being all humble. Look at that smile. No, you played your junior year of high school. That was when you started. So I was a senior, and I was the captain of the team. And we used to do, like, the it was like the Oklahoma drill, but like it was just like a one on one tackling drill. But with yeah, three line. different people coming yeah. at yeah. you. Yeah, and your first day out or early in your deal, you got the ball and it was like who wants to tackle Grant? And no one did, and I was the <laughs> captain of the team. 
So I was like, well, I guess I'll do it. And it fucking sucked. But I think I tackled you. I think you did now. I think about that. I yeah. think Grant was also, he had a mohawk from football season. Yeah. And Not you, him. Then he also had, what, pajama pants on back in the day? Is that the Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones pajama pants. Yeah. So the tongue. The tongue from yeah. the lips. Yeah, so you took on, guy. you took the high school scene by storm just like you took the college scene by storm with a very... Four tries your first match, right? Like a very uncharacteristic uh, style of running and play that always, if I'm going to be frank, always really annoyed me. That's not rugby. Play uh, rugby. It's like you didn't you didn't do things right, like how I wanted you to. But your ability to avoid another human taking you to the ground was known by all. So there was no getting in the way. So it was like whatever. I remember there was some getting in the way, but it never worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I just remember being like, whatever, man. Just do whatever. Just don't listen to me and just. Fucking, as long as you put the ball on the ground on the other side of the solid white line, then I guess it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Doug, kudos to you for a great career. Appreciate that. You played, uh, what was your first position you played in high school? Uh, outside center. There you go. You don't Damn. pass. Just exactly. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, get, didn't get much farther outside. Oh, it didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> it was... Um, uh, Schneider from yeah, Chris Schneider. 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 Boy Scout. Boy Scout. Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna go on tangent. This is even worse than yeah. you and I. It's Let it like happen. <laughs> Let it happen. I was all state in football in high school. <laughs> hey, North Pole. Yeah, you got an yeah. award. Let's you got make, an award at yeah, the Yeah, let's make this podcast about me again. Um, <laughs> no. He was homecoming king. Ryan Gray was. But uh, <laughs> I was too. Grant, did you, you were? were yeah. Well, you graduated with nine people. Yeah, Czechoslovakia. Where you're from. It's like 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grant, you had some, some nicknames. The, and uh, when you were playing, what what were some of the nicknames you had uh, playing? I remember you would always warm up in a pink shirt uh, with a nickname on the back. How did you get that nickname, and, and what was it? That one was Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't know how I got that one. Big and strong. Because we don't have green. Uh, what a, I don't know. Compared to other, like, rugby nicknames, especially in high school, like we had DT and... Oh man! I Dick think we had two different. Dick Twat. We had, we had another guy who was different. We're like, you're gonna be Dick Twat too. <laughs> oh, to be fair, his initials were Brian Greaves. We called him Radio. Radio. Because he asked to be called Bonesaw. We're like, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. you're Radio. Do you remember the Cuba Gooding Jr. film Radio? That's yes, that's where it's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Caveman. Yeah. Thank you. Caveman. Caveman. That was it. Did you? Do you have any nicknames out of you and I? I had a few. Can you share any? Uh, mm, mm, mm. Well, we got PG-13 rating here, rated R. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe we skip. <laughs> Haas always called me a big, dumb marine tard. You're a marine. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> he likes calling people big dummy. You know? Oh, man. I got... At least me. I don't know. So you were, uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you were a re- uh, reserve marine. Is that right? Is that the right? Yeah. yeah. So big, tall John Hoffman was a active well, a duty. Real marine. Actually, a real and, marine. And he... I, uh, Tampon. You got to talk into the mic, otherwise I can't hear you. <laughs> Fucking Marine. We need more mics. Big tall John Hoppin was like, oh, because he went down to Fort Lejeune, North Carolina, and he got a southern accent in like oh, two months. Man. Yeah, he started talking like this out of nowhere. And he'd say, oh, 
Right. Is he a dirty? Is he a used tampon? Bloody tampon. <laughs> a bloody tampon. Bloody <laughs> what is that? That's what the active duty Marines call the called reserve the reserves. Marine. You know, because they were the tampons. They were only used one time a month. Right. <laughs> I just like feel like there's only one man on the planet I knew at that time that could call you a dirty used tampon, and it was big tall John Hopkins. Yeah, he could get away with it. I mean, and to circle that back around, weren't you in the Marine Corps with somebody that is actually now a current? Wombat rugby player? Yeah, that'd be, uh, that would be uh, Truck Nguyen, who yeah. oh. back in the day was called the Wanger. I, uh, <laughs> I literally checked into my unit, and I was this big, motivated person. I played rugby, and everyone's like... You were brainwashed when you came back yeah. from camp. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, including him, I was like, that, this is the yeah. biggest douchebag we've ever had in our unit, because I checked in the day they got back from Iraq. And to see him playing rugby now is pretty cool. And he's good, yeah, too. He's good, yeah. He's a good boy. Oh, yeah. So it all comes full circle. Full circle. And back to you and I, though. How did you end up at you and I? Do we need an easier question? Well, <laughs> that's a bit of a long story, but... Uh, we got a lot of well, we time. We got time. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of see, time. Did you not see the rundown? 8.15 open, 8.20 free-for-all question close yeah we're ahead of schedule question mark yeah <laughs> question close check your watch check your watch close our question i was trying to become an, a real marine <laughs> yeah. a non-tampon active duty marine and my parents were really against it and um someone in this room kind of was going to you and i and my parents thought that would be a good idea it was gimli so my parents kind of enrolled me at you and i without telling me like Gimli oh. would be a good influence on you? Is that yeah, that they know? thought Gimli back would be a good influence. Then. <laughs> they, back then. They did not At know Gimli time. very well. I mean, then, huh? things <laughs> People can change. At the time. <laughs> Many times. If you look at a, a rock and a hard place situation, follow Gimli to you and I, join the Marine Corps. So, uh, anyway, with compromise with my parents, I became a reservist, a tampon as. Eric pointed out, and since my uh, parents already enrolled me at U and I, I decided to go to U and I. And you didn't have much choice. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. yeah, but where the story really gets interesting is the day I graduated boot camp. Um, flew out of San Diego. My parents came to graduation. We're in the airport in Phoenix, and there's this big giant dude with a huge handlebar mustache and big frizzly curly hair wearing a UNI rugby polo just like these two right here and my mom goes up to him and she's like do you play rugby at UNI and he goes yeah yeah I've been on the team for four years 25 and, years yeah. <laughs> yeah. he still plays for him right yeah. yeah so that was Will Scott so my mom oh my, my mom and him headed off for hours with a huge that's, dip. That's concerning. A huge dip in Will's mouth, <laughs> yeah. just leaking out. And my mom thought he was the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> he was pretty cool. He is, he's cool. Yeah. He's they, cool both, they both drank scotch. So that they both drank helped. scotch, yeah. 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 So, We're like third cousins. Anyway, long story yeah. short. Are you really? He's Frana's cousin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Reed told me that once. Small world. Long well, story Reed's short, he told uh, <laughs> my mom I should go out for rugby <laughs> since I played in high school. And my mom mentioned that Brendan Gimley was already playing, and it was just kind of... From there, it just kind of happened. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You were also, were you the first, did you get a book scholarship or something? Didn't we have like a weird, <coughs> did that work out? It did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, was, what was that? Eric Nichols came down <laughs> to one of our games in high school and were you with Wickham? Mark Thompson. Or Mark Jake Reed. Jake oh, Reed. Yeah. yeah. Or he could have been gone by then, yeah. And you guys were like on the sideline and you're like, Eric. Give Grant a scholarship, bro. Like, what? It was the biggest news in the high school rugby world <laughs> back then. The gossip. Was it one book, like $83? Or, uh, it was like. I think eight, we paid for his books. Did they ever for give you a book scholarship? scholarship? It was like eight or $900. There yeah, books go. are expensive. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jake Reed called He's me up. Commodity. I'm like, it was like December, like 13th. He's like, hey, you bought your books yet next semester? I said, no. He's like, well, when you're going to go buy them, come get me. We'll, we'll pay for them all. I said, okay. There Wish I was good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, good. You're great. <laughs> Speaking I'm of you and I, fine. your your time at you and I for people that don't know. So you you play like loose forward, flanker, eight man, and transition. Man. I just think you know one memory I have. I forget who we were playing. We we're at you and I, and it was right before halftime. And I just remember being new on the team, and someone just was like, like we had a scrum, and I think. We called an eight-man pick, and someone's just like, Grant, just fucking make something happen. And you're just like, and you're just like, okay. And there's, and literally is like no time remaining. You do like an eight-man pick for like 70 meters. And just kind of, that was your play style, just like very reckless. Very reckless. And uh, just a, a battering ram. And just kind of turn the turn the blinders off and just kind of run people over and, uh, yeah, what uh, what are some of your your favorite memories from you and I rugby matches, moments on the field, off the field? You got any good stories? I mean, just pick one, and then I'm sure we'll we'll branch off for thirty minutes. <laughs> on the field, it's got to be probably Minnesota sophomore year. Again, against Nate Osberger, friend yeah, of the program. That would have been Nate Berg- <laughs> Berge. Yeah, Nate Berge. <laughs> Which what a first name basis? At the time, you and I hadn't that beat Minnesota since World War One in rugby or something like that. Mm. And I think we were up like Sounds eight to right. five at halftime or something like that. It was a very narrow score, and the whole second half was basically them trying to score on our side of the tri zone. It was at home, right? It was at home, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the hilltop. Mm-hmm. And they just kept hitting us and hitting us and hitting us, and for whatever reason, they couldn't score. I think we won like eight to five or. 10 to 8 or something. It was really tight game is all I remember. (laughs) Yeah. And I just remember that being crazy and bloody. And at one point, there was like four or five minutes left. And I don't know if I took a banger or if it was a penalty or whatever, but I ran. And, like, we we were just giving up. Everyone was hurt, and we weren't going to survive. And I just remember running through, like, eight of those Minnesota guys and kind of blacking out and not remember. And we were 30 30 meters downfield. And the game kind of ran out like right after that. I'm like, holy shit, we just fucking won. Yeah, I remember Jack like very vividly like a like a poster moment of Jack lose like falling to his knees and putting both hands in there yeah. screaming because he had like never ah. beaten Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And it was that was a huge fucking win. 
Yeah. Fuck and, you, Nady Bergie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think, too, I, like I said, you turn the blinders off and you're like, oh, yeah, one of my favorite memories. I blacked out and we beat them. <laughs> and it was awesome. Um, also, my rugby story is started from you. You were the guy that recruited me to play for you and I, which was, I feel like this story is always really funny where I get to the University of Northern Iowa. Are you Matt? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, many times. so like I get to the University of Northern Iowa and I'm just kind of like, I need something to do. I went to DMAC the year before. I'm living in the dorms. Nothing's happening. You run into my roommate in the towers. And you're like, hey, you should play rugby. And he was, he bitched out and was like, uh, my roommate will. And he told you where we lived. And then you came and found me in the laundry room and you just walk in the laundry room like, hey. You Matt? I'm like, and I knew you, and I knew you were coming, and I knew who you were, and I'm just like, nope, and I just like, I guess it's not meant to be, and I'm like, this guy Grant, he's gonna come find me, he's gonna be like, hey, you should play rugby, and you called me Matt, and I'm like, I guess I don't play rugby, and then you backpedaled, and you're like, uh, Ryan, yep, like, hey, let's go to your dorm and talk. Day later, I'm at practice. Two days later, we're in Columbia, Missouri. I'm playing in a match. No clue what's going on. I drive us home. You punched me about 37 times because we were 37 minutes past 8 p.m. And you said, this is before smartphones. This is before, like, maps. We had a guy with the nickname DM. Uh, oh, sweet old dick munch. Dick munch. <laughs> so, What's my nickname, guys? Well, you can be dick munch. No, he said, he said, uh, he, it was me. I was with Neil Botker. I remember Neil this Botker. vividly. And he goes, uh, he's all drunk. He's like, yeah, I made it through my first year without having a nickname. And Neil Bakker goes, well, now your nickname's Dick Munster. <laughs> <laughs> and that stuck. Yeah, that, stuck. that was the best, though, because every time you would call for the ball from him, yeah, Dick, I'm open! Yeah, yeah, so I'm driving Lunch. Grant's car back from Missouri, back to you and I, and you wanted to meet up with someone. You're like, we got to be there by 8 p.m. For every minute we're late, I'm punching you in the arm. And so Dick Muncher's in the back, and someone else was with us. It was you, me, I think it was, it was, it was front. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably blacked out. Yes, yes. Because I remember, too, like I couldn't piss in the jug because I got a little stage fright. And you guys were like, like, because I've known you for two days. And then Irrelevant. Dick Muncher's yeah. just like, oh, my grandparents are from around here. I know this place like the back of my hand. Take oh, this highway. Yeah, I remember that Take now. This yeah, highway. Take this highway. so long. <laughs> and we are just in the middle of Oskaloosa, Tumwa, we don't know. It's like, it starts with an O. And then so Grant's pissed. just checking his phone. Like, we're going to be, I need to be here by 8 o'clock. I'm going to punch you. And then also, too, as we're driving, I put cruise control on. We're right at, you know, 67 miles per hour. And then Grant leans over. Plus, 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 82 miles per hour. And then while he's not looking, minus, 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 minus. I need to get there. And just punch, punch, punch. Plus, plus, punch, punch, punch. Here we are. And I was hooked. Like, yeah. I was just like, dude, this is, this is awesome. It's, this is fun. It. It's funny you mentioned that, though, because I still remember the first practice. You were like, we were waiting outside. Was it the dorms? Yes. Dancer Hall. Yeah. yeah. You were terrified. <laughs> yes. I was just like, I, quiet. I, I was just like, I don't think this guy's going to make it. <laughs> well, he and know what he's got himself into. Is what did Haas roll up in his van? And Silver bullet. Silver bullet. So that's when I met Jeremy for the first time. I walk over to the towers from Campbell, and I walk into the entryway, and I'm like, yeah, we'll just meet right here. And then I see this guy just laying across this bench, and he's got 
flip flops on. He has a little string backpack. And I look at him and I'm just like, you here for rugby? And he says, yeah. and just like that oh it was jeremy and we don't say anything else to each other haas just flies in in his minivan slides the door open and all these cans and milk jugs for some reason just empty those are for pee empty empty milk jugs hopefully empty and like they're probably like pepsi cans or diet coke cans i can't remember what they were but a bunch of cans just fall out and I get in, we're late. <laughs> I just remember getting in, like, what are we doing? And there were no seats, or me and Ryder just sitting on the ground of this minivan. No seatbelts. Like, well, shoot, shoot. Oh. <laughs> good, good, good. And yeah, we were hooked. All right, fuck Grant. Let's not talk about him anymore. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, no, that was it. We're talking yeah. about Ryan. But I feel like if yeah, we're no. gonna if we're gonna do Grant, we Back should probably because Frana's here. We should do Frana's rugby start story. Oh God. Yeah, because I have yeah. a funny, I have a funny, star. I have a funny early for honest story that I'll probably get to. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, Grant. See, so you can yeah. leave. <laughs> no. uh, see yourself out. But so I have something real quick too. I'm just gonna interject because it says open. Okay. You talk about Ryan Gray, Grant meeting you in a laundry room. That's actually how I met this guy, Eric Frana. First day moving into the dorms. I live right across the hall from the laundry trash room. I go in there, throw some stuff away. Turn around as I'm, I'm leaving. Trash man. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat a bunch of trash. Uh, I love it. I wish I said that. Um, and all of a sudden, I turn the corner and there's just a guy standing in the doorway, just looking right down at me, staring into my soul, staring through you. Oh, I know smells, that looks. Smells kind of boozy. He's probably on something. Maybe debatable. Just speculating. Short hair. And he looks down at my shirt. And I'm wearing strike. I'm wearing like a collegiate cup shirt from like they had a high school collegiate cup like one year when I was in high school. That's the first time I went up to Cedar Falls. Mm. It was like a Texas Longhorn orange shirt. Burnt so cool. orange. Yeah. yeah. And then he looked at it and just said, "You play rugby? I play rugby." <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, friends forever after that. It was, yeah. He's like, I live right over there come on <laughs> come on by sometime and then many many hours of uh, super smash brothers oh god uh, swim after that. you got beat a lot too Bull- <laughs> bullshit samus <laughs> <laughs> you go over in the corner and charge you're good yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, that's all I have to say. Laundry rooms are a great place where magic happens. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and crazy. Real quick, too, we are going to have another guest join us uh, surprise Whoa. later. Um, and not Nichols' surprise guest. We have another surprise surprise. Wow. What? Wow. I like yeah. Nichols' surprise guest, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, we're just... getting Nichols' surprise guest. Um, but, yeah, so Eric Frana, let's, let's take a trip down memory road. Oh, God. Where did it all start? Take us to the beginning. <laughs> the beginning? Um, was I living in Bender, I think? One of the towers. Bender or Dancer? Dancer. I think I lived in both of them at some point. <laughs> uh, I think, like, yeah. 
man. Grant, you don't have a mic and don't say that into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's would have been his freshman year. So but uh, yeah, I think I saw a flyer and um, I had this other guy on my floor, Justin Ung, if you remember him. I do remember. Short yeah, little guy. Sure yeah, yeah, and we both went to uh, the meeting the spring of my freshman year together and uh, we're like, you know what? This would be cool. We'll do that. And we showed up to a few practices and I think the first time we played was at like a Bremer B-side match against, oh my God, yeah, it against uh, some Chicago team where we heckled them so hard that the the foreign coach told us to all go fuck or piss or something <laughs> and we just laughed at him because like yeah. we don't know what you're saying you can all go fuck you can all go fuck what are you talking about man I forgot you can all go fuck I and, can hear Haas saying yeah. we're late we're relentless and and we played like 20 I don't know I played like 20 minutes in the B-side match and we went to the social and Ryan Saunders had his girlfriend golf ball me with the pitcher like two times in a row I remember getting back to my dorm at like 6 p.m. and falling against the wall and not being able to get back into my room because I was so pissed drunk. But Ryan Saunders. Uh, so the first cocktail party that Gimli and I oh, ever went God. to. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. This, this is before me and him made mockery of ourselves. <laughs> you had your shirt off in the basement of that well, house. Duh, I was blacked out. Yeah, I think you've already told this story a couple times, but it's all right. Yeah, it's it's you were, <laughs> you were, you were egging Saunders on to punch you. You said, Saunders, you're a bitch. You can't punch me. You can't I don't remember punch saying me. that. You can't fucking punch me. And then you look left, and he comes and just checks you right in the belly. Uh, I came out of Fellow my blackout like at that moment. <laughs> I remember, so I lived with Brett Shipper. This would have been, this is a little bit later, I guess. I thought it was earlier. But it would have been my junior year of college. I lived with Brett and his cousin. And I was in the, so our house was like an L. So like the, I was around the corner in the kitchen. And I heard Brett talking to his cousin. He's like, yeah, so this fucking kid on the team, Eric, I got a class with him. And for the record, my name's Eric. And Eric's name is Eric. Hmm. So it's confusing. It's wild. And, uh, First name's Eric? What? What? <laughs> Uh, I feel like this episode is going to be confusing without video. Well, we're going to be like, which K. Eric is talking? Yeah, you misspell your name. K is for kick ass. C is for cocksuckers. <laughs> oh, that checks out. Guilty as charged. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I'm in the kitchen and I hear... Sucking cock. Brett and Riley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear Shipper and his cousin talking. He's like, yeah, this fucking weird kid on the team, Eric. I didn't know it at the time, but... Uh, Brett had a class with you and you showed up to class with a gallon of milk. <laughs> so he's like going up and down and all around about how fucking weird you were. And I finally poked my head around the kitchen and I was like, I'm right fucking here, man. Like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, not you. It's Eric Frana. So, I don't know. That's how you found out about Eric Frana. Well, no, I was is- weird and I still am, but I was then too. Were you bulking? Did you bring a gallon of milk to class? I don't remember that, but I won't deny it. It was a a night class, I think, and he said you walked in with a gallon of milk (laughs) and you drank it through class. He was a sinner. He was hungry. He's been cultivating mass 15 years straight. It's time to harvest. I'll also take this this time. I'll take this time to take all credit for you playing for Bremer because I do remember recruiting you when you played for Cedar Rapids. It's so hard. And saying, just fucking stop. 
Just, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> just I also recruited Brett Shipper to stop playing for Iowa Falls and play for Bremer. That was a big move. So. Get you a medal. So if uh, anyone in the Iowa Rugby Union is like, hey, how come people keep moving to these teams? Eric Nichols. <laughs> right here. Uh, point the finger. Or friendship, you know? I mean, oh, friendship, friendship's uh, pretty friendship. important. Friendship's yeah, important. yeah, that makes sense. Because, Eric, you've told me, Eric Nichols. Mm. Eric Coxhock Nichols. <laughs> um, you have told me, I don't know if we've said it on the podcast or just privately because it's a secret. Uh, the teammate you've had the longest and played the most matches with is Eric Kickass Frana. So I actually was thinking about that when Did you crunched the numbers. Came, yeah. Because my, I don't know, I have no idea of knowing this, but it mm. has to be the most games ever played with is either Eric Frana. Who is the only person that started freshman year with me, and we played fifth year together? The <laughs> only Super one at all. Year. Or Jeremy Newman because we played together at Bremer also, or in high, high school. school. Yeah, so, two cool years. And you and I. And yeah, you and so I. So we've got. I don't know. I'm so overcome with emotion, I could poop my pants. Prove it. <laughs> not on the couch. Not on the couch where oh Gimli's pulled well, that coke. Like it's, it's all I can say. I'll just sit on Gimli's yeah. Diet Coke stand. <laughs> oh I, hey, is there a stain there? No. Are you sure no. about that? Yeah, because I, did, I didn't rub. Sure I didn't rub. <laughs> I dabbed. Was he really he didn't stressed? Rub. I oh, he was stressed. But I was also very, like, I gave him I gave him the teacher look. Like you that. gave him the business like <laughs> I've never so, seen. <laughs> I went and got paper towels. I, got, I took off my shirt and used my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both worked for Gimlin. Don't We've take seen off him. shirt again. We've seen him <laughs> react. It's getting hot react. It is. <laughs> I'm sweating. It's hot. Oh, yeah. Anywho. So, yeah, no, going back to Eric Frana at the University of... Northern Iowa. I've been there. Um, what are what are some other things you enjoyed while you were there? Because I feel like too, you lived in a house with Jeremy Newman and myself. We called the big league. There's a lot of fun friendship times in there. Holy wild, buttons. wild times yeah. and wild ways. <laughs> and probably the best Madden league that we uh, somehow hello. like kept alive. Gimli was there every day. We had ten. Joseph. The, the Joseph. NCAA league. I think it was eleven or twelve. That one was mm-hmm. crazy. I think I was. What was I Troy? You were, yeah, yeah, no, you or was it UTSA? I don't remember. I feel like you were Mississippi State in there at one time too. That you made be right. them cool before they were cool. I think you were Troy and I was SMU. Or no, I was Hawaii. No, you were definitely SMU. Hey, hey, I, hey Eric, sorry, throw through the patio at the big league. You know, with all the cans that we collected for like years. <laughs> for it, the patio. Uh, I know. Gimli, about David Putty. Was it Little Dave? Oh my oh, god, little, little, little Are you talking Dave. about Catman and Little Dave? Wrestling? <laughs> well, he threw him through the pet, like on the screen in ports, you know, you threw him right through the window one time. Was it Pat McClyman? I'm blanking. Me and Andrew would be to pick up Little Dave at parties. Look at little he Everyone would do that and you'd just, just pick like, him up. Ah, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm never getting laid. Uh, that's rough. <laughs> on that boot on his. Jeremy Scott. A guy whose real name was Johnny Wilkinson. He wasn't How did it come by Johnny? Couldn't, couldn't play rugby. Well, and so our roommate, Little Dave, the fourth guy, he didn't play rugby, lived with us, little guy. We compared him, like, sometimes, like, we'd call him Squeak, like, from basketball. Squeak's glory. Um, and I'll never forget one of the craziest things. Me and Jeremy were just being real ornery one day. And we texted him, like, hey, what's your student ID number? <laughs> <laughs> Why? And no, he it, just sent it to us. No questions. No questions. He sent it to us. And then after he sent it to us, he goes, Why? <laughs> and Jeremy and I go, Because we just charged lunch to it. 
which we we didn't we didn't do. We just wanted to teach him a lesson, like, hey man, you shouldn't trust people. Identity theft's a real thing, buddy. Yeah, uh, and then it was this whole like, wow. you got to write a check out to my mom. I'm like, dude, we didn't we didn't do that. That was a joke, and he didn't believe us. And it was a whole thing. And God, that he was a fun guy. Got a lot of five dollar footlogs that should cost like thirty dollars. No, he, <laughs> he would never bring us home cookies. Yeah. Me and Eric would be like, very politely be like, "Hey, you throw away cookies in the night, just bring some home." But he'd only bring over his Powerade and half a sandwich he wouldn't eat. And I'm pretty sure we hid bowls of cereal under his. Oh no, that, no, 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 that it wasn't it was, cereal. It was his dirty dishes he left in the sink that he wouldn't do. So he would leave his dishes in the sink for like weeks at a time. We're like, screw that. And we put his dirty dishes under his futon, oh, and he didn't find them months. for months. months. It was like bad. three I months. That to one of my roommates too. But that's bad. That's like mold bad. Was that the house you guys lived at when you guys were always sunny for Halloween that one year? <laughs> yes. Was that when I was a cat? <laughs> I was either. Uh, that was like the drunkest night of all time. Do you remember the Halloween? You were Abe Lincoln that year. Well, I was several short, things that year. No, because I was Abe Lincoln one day and something else the other day. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. remember the year? That there was a Halloween party at Chris Zimbelman's place above Jimmy John's, yes. Yes. and you were a Spartan guy. I was Green Man. You were Elmo. I was Elmo. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a snake. I wore a snake. Phrasing. I wore a toddler costume because yes. it came up to my belly button. I had to wear yes. shorts. It was like yeah. a cutoff, and the little and your head popped through, and Elmo head was on top. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because that... I had a Motorola razor, and I was. <laughs> hey, those were cool. Pretty sharp. Oh. oh yeah, no. There's some some good some good photos from that party. I still remember that one. Timber. Delete those. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete. Um, but Eric, you know what? when I asked you, oh what? shoot, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, uh, redo. <laughs> Eric, kick ass, Frana. <laughs> when I was like, hey man, you wanna come on over? Uh, do do this little episode here. Um, you were like, hey, I've got some news. Is this an appropriate time? Would you like to share? Like, I don't know what this is. Well, Eric it's, is pregnant? It's, <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Eric? Better now than later. Well, I guess two pieces, one bigger than the other. And now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors. Convergence Acquisitions LLC is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios. Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096 or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com. There'll be a Prairie Boys rugby team this spring with uh, Adam Ruff and Abby Ridmiller. And the second piece is kind of uh, piggybacking off some things that you guys have done with the Wombats Academy is uh, Patrick Lawson and myself will be starting a 
Heathens Academy for the oh. east side of the state. Yes. Where we hope to give those kids something to do during the summer, and I plan to do either like a bi-weekly or a monthly <coughs> practice, which will include like some basic drills mm-hmm. and awesome. probably more of a like touch or scrimmage, mm-hmm. uh, just to get those kids involved and keep them playing rugby, keep the skill sharp, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know the kids who aren't doing like rebel stuff mm, yeah. they'll get opportunities to learn and stay sharp and potentially we could be hosting or setting up a summer high school tournament mm-hmm. either awesome. this summer or down the road it's it's in the works yeah. make the children battle I well, like it. Oh, oh they'll fight for our love and <laughs> they yearn for battle formation <laughs> children yearn for the battles and you know we've we've been having a lot of fun we've had a lot of laughs but like all seriousness now that's awesome because when we started that wombats thing it was like it was almost like we were having conversations like hey this should happen this should happen and we were talking with like other groups about like we had a lot of beers at pallies during one of our meetings we were like yeah let's do this yeah and like within like two weeks we're just like (laughs) we're just whoever like whatever kid wants to play we're just giving them more minutes and then we had a ton of kids from cedar rapids and the farm boys and it was like, this is really cool, but the one thing that did them a disservice was we had zero practices. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, we, we loved having the Cedar Rapids kids and the Farm Boys kids, and we're so happy because without them, we wouldn't have had a team. Mm-hmm. But like being able to have a high school team to compete against a couple of Kansas City teams, a St. Louis team, the Rebels, or not Rebels, but the Iowa Selects, that was awesome because you have 70, 80 kids try out for Selects, only 15 to 20 make it what are the other 60 kids doing like we got to give them something so like i think that's super cool because then you guys can have a focused practice of cedar rapids and east side of the state we can focus on central iowa maybe grab fort dodge kids or what like Mm -hmm. like we can be we can actually run practices and not only like hey you get more minutes in the summer but hey we're gonna practice too so that's huge man and then also congratulations prairie getting another high school team having another team on the east side another team in cedar rapids area that's going to be huge and like that's the thing i feel like we pump more than anything on this podcast it's like grow the game grow the game coach 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 just coach ref coach ref. exactly and so like you're doing it and i think that's you're doing that's both really cool. yeah player coach ref yeah soon to be coach ref coach and player coach what <laughs> coach refs man I feel like Gimli be a good ref. Uh, there's a lot of running and cardio involved. <laughs> it's not that much. Like ARs. Yeah. It's less burst. Yeah. Less than playing. Less I, running than well, playing. Yeah, Unless you're an AR. If I can co-ref yeah. like we did in the olden days of the seventh <laughs> high school, where it's like I got 150, you got the other. Uh, 50. I hated that. I hated that. <laughs> I'd always just be looking so over bad. at the other ref, like, "Did you see that?" And they're like, "No, maybe." <laughs> now the league. Don't call anything. Oh. Man, Don't blow the whistle. Long way. Uh, yeah. Because now you're in it. Because Phil's coaching. Uh, Yeah. Phil, are you reffing yet? No, I'm not reffing yet. Why not? I don't have a good excuse for it. (laughs) No. And Mr. Gray. I was going to say because he's not not assertive enough. I was going to say because Phil's not assertive enough. 
Oh, high school yeah, no, kids no. will walk all over him. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm kidding. Not the high school kids, but the other coaches, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. And the kids. <laughs> yeah. Knock on. That's not a knock. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, my bad. You're I'm bad. sorry. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How much you bench? How much you bench? <laughs> That's right. No, I, yeah. So I was going to ask, too. I've been 10 times as much as you. <laughs> does anybody else have any high school coaching rugby news? That No? Nothing yet. Gimli? Eric Nichols. No, but there is a rumor. There's just some um, kid who played rugby all through elementary school in England who moved somewhere in the metro. I'm not sure what school district he lands in, but you know where he's at. Where? I don't know. Parker's very vague. Yeah, you heard it from Parker. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's this England kid who moved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. I'm just saying, like, it's very rare because, like. I feel like a lot of us who played Des Moines High School rugby, we felt like, hey, we got an edge on some college kids because we had anywhere between two to four years of high school rugby. But it's like, I feel like Iowa Youth Rugby League is getting better, but it's like, I don't know, needs something different or just more kids in general. Because I know tens Tens would be tens would be really cool for high school, but I don't know if a lot of teams could. You know, tens then fifteens. So, I, tell me what you think about yeah. this, and I'm gonna ask you this first, Frana, so we're not stepping on each other. What if, like, the high school league did this thing where instead of like, hey, we got two A and one A, for teams that can have good numbers, they play tens, and for teams that are new or struggling with numbers, they play sevens. Like, I don't know. I've thought about that, or like separate divisions with different numbers of players. Do you think that's doable? I wouldn't hate it. I say that the goal for Iowa high school rugby should be to get up to playing 15s mm-hmm. like some of the surrounding states, like watching uh, the Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, yeah, Iowa selects against like Wisconsin and other teams. <laughs> oh, and the Lions from Kansas City. Yeah, we have, states, we have yeah. good athletes, mm-hmm. but uh, watching them play Wisconsin's like these Wisconsin kids have been playing 15s. Like I listened to your – Last with Aiden? podcast, yeah, with Aiden, he's saying, "Well, they're playing that sixth from grade, sixth grade, <laughs> yeah." So they're they're kicking all over our kids. Their wings and fullbacks don't know to be. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. They just don't have any experience doing it. Mm-hmm. So to compete at a higher level, they need to have that experience playing fifteens. I mean, you can always play sevens in the summer. Say your main season should be 15s, and I say that's what the goal for Iowa should be. Yeah, and I don't think it's anything new, because when, uh, well, now I can't just say Gim, so when Gim, Jeremy, Grant, and I all played high school in Des Moines, we'd go play these tournaments in a bunch of the eastern states like Pennsylvania, and the, mm. it's like they were miles ahead of us. Not only did they have oh, yeah, better numbers and bigger, bigger guys, but they, they had a better knowledge so I guess just a devil's advocate point would be, like, <clears throat> sevens is in the Olympics. It's an Olympic sport, and it gets more, like, national note. So you just wonder how well that transition would go. I'm certainly all for 15s at an earlier point, but, like, sevens has done so well. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you, we keep – I don't. I guess I would be worried about transitioning to 15s and losing ground on sevens. I really liked Casey's idea on how to introduce us to 15s for high school about having it like on Sundays or something like that, you know, just on a day where it's not going to interfere with sevens and also not going to interfere with like, you know, you can't do 15s in the fall because you have a lot of these kids play football and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like the only other time to really play is the spring. And like you could maybe do some stuff over the summer like he does with selects. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, it just sounds like it might have to be one of those things where 
you would just be able to play on a weekend with those kids and just to get started for now until you can maybe build it up like, i like that idea a lot like i think that would be potentially the best option as of right now yeah because i remember even in high school like eric mentioned earlier we traveled to elkhart indiana every spring for the iowa no, midwest. Midwest. Midwest, midwest championship champion. but yeah. we but with iowa high school 15s teams it'd be all des moines kids Ames didn't really send people. Iowa Falls never did. Muscatine, I think, one year sent us two guys. But but it's like we went there and we played teams from Minnesota who with varsity in high school. So like they're well, yeah, high we were school. one of the few club teams. Everybody was a like private school mostly. Like when you have yeah, high school varsity Mount players, Carmel. it was mainly Catholic school kids and with priests wearing dresses. Oh, Down one there. of them was in. Do you guys remember the show? Um, was it True Life? Two a days. True Life. True Life. I want to be. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a rugby player, and it was the Westerville Worms. Remember we played Westerville? Oh, the, yeah. The Westerville Hitler Worms. Youth? Was that the Hitler? Gamble, I knew you were going to say You can't say In this political For the record, it was Nazi youth. Oh, Nazi youth. They all bleached their and shaved it. But it was Draco Malfoy? Do we have, like, a cut Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Okay. 51 minutes, 45 seconds. There we go. We're doing good. We were playing all the Catholic school teams that, like, actually had... That actually had rugby programs like they were coached by priests wearing dresses. Yeah, it was uh, was, was real deal. I just said the competition was hard. Jeremy? This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them. Infinite designs, 100% satisfaction. Rotor Epoxy, find them online now. Is that another cut? So my secret special guest has arrived. So if you can tell there's a a different vibe in the room, a distraction. We have with us <laughs> Tyler Daly, friend of the program, Hi. one of our better episodes, better episodes hey, with the it's worst like, audio quality of all time. Um, Daly, thank you for joining us, man. I didn't know you were in town, so I'm glad you could make it. Yeah, I was just sitting on a couch watching Theo Vaughn and uh, texting you because I'm unprepared for this Iowa Rugby AGM tomorrow. Hey, we all are. And then I see this picture of all these dudes on a couch enjoying themselves. So I'm like, I better just hop on over here. Oh, so so, so we're gonna get weird afterwards. Then, yes, we're gonna get me. real weird. Oh, sweet. Ryan's so I'm not excited. going home. <laughs> we're not going home. And at least this time with you on, uh, we can at least hear you. Mm. Um, I don't know if you heard back that episode. We uh, whew, that was I we've come a long that. way. It wasn't that That's bad. Right. I listened to it. I listened to every minute of it. You've got right. three mics now. Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of, oh, yeah. We, we're, a lot we're of dudes. A lot, lot of dudes. Lot of dudes. Eight yeah. guys, three mics. I don't know if you've noticed, too, like the Wombat One girl. Dance, it's a little yeah, upgraded. It's a little different. You know? it's upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because the garage is really messy right hey, now. Put I on cool for the summer. Yes. <laughs> 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 so, hey, back to what Frano was saying. I think... Like, my ultimate goal would be for 15s, because I, like, uh, started playing 15s in high school, so 15s mm-hmm. is, like, truer to my heart than 7s. So my ultimate goal would be for high school to lean 
get closer towards 15s, and I think 10s is a spectacular idea to get closer. But mm -hmm. then I wonder, I guess I worry that if you go from 7s to 15s and we start that transition, you could start to lose numbers. So, like, no. Kids what would be what would be the way to integrate them both at the same so, time? So I'm just being devil's advocate. Yeah. Here. I'm just opening the discussion, and that's where I'm thinking too. Where you, because again, rugby is not sanctioned by the <coughs> Iowa High School Athletic Association, which honestly I think is a good thing because it gives you the flexibility to do what's best for your sport and your athletes. You can play by your own rules, and you don't have to abide by some dude in an office who's never been around rugby before and like this is how we do football this is we're gonna i don't jabroni yeah i don't think that should be the number one goal but i think like instead of like oh this school's big this school's small big schools middle schools small schools what if you hey we can recruit 30 kids you play 15s we only have 18 kids you play 10s we only have nine kids you play sevens instead of having conferences based off of how big your school is why not we have enough to play 15s we have enough to play 10s we have enough to play sevens so new schools could play sevens and then you build up over time it's just a different approach and like you do what's best for you and i like that but at the same time like the rosters the fluctuation mm -hmm. during the season can be really difficult and you right. can have teams dropping up and down i'm not trying to tear at your oh, yeah. idea tear it down or anything but uh I like it a lot. Maybe start with like sevens and tens. Right, right, right. Down the road. Yes. Loving it. Five, ten years. Because we also see this too where, yeah, oh, man, we have 20 guys on the team. And by the last week of the season, you're like, oh, we're traveling with nine. <laughs> Yay. All the time. <laughs> Six like weeks in. Like men's rugby. Like men's rugby. No way. Or maybe like to compete at a 15s level, you know, let's just – Say we go straight from sevens to fifteens. You need obviously more kids, more guys, but you need a different skill set and body type. To be frank, so maybe we do a thing where you have several sevens, several high schools go together to make one fifteens team, and kind of like a collaborative <laughs> effort. Like a, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing shit I out there. I, so I will. I got two points to that. Devil's advocate number one. There's a lot of kids who play sevens who have a fifteens body type. Like I feel like oh, the, facts, like facts, that's facts something too. Where like facts. we have so like many, yeah. There's so many kids that <laughs> well, we excuse had. me. Don't no, <laughs> group me <laughs> into that. <laughs> this is a sevens body on a five star man. <laughs> a five star man. <laughs> Just wait till this summer. I'm gonna do so many cool things. Like <laughs> skip every sevens tournament. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, we had, like at Valley we had a ton of kids where we were like, you are a great rugby player. You're gonna be great at fifteens. Have fun with sevens, but like, it's probably not for you. Not like, you, it's not yeah. your main thing, and that's okay. Um, but that was something like going back to what Phil said. It's something Casey Hansen and I have talked about. Where like, the schedule for fifteens with the states around us is in the spring, and so a lot of the fifteens matches have to take place on Saturday and Sunday. And so it's like, what if the Iowa High School League played rugby sevens on Friday nights? You rest on Saturday, and then you combine all the metro teams. For a 15s team you combine all the iowa city cedar rapids waverly team that's another 15s team so like i i mean i think as you get started you almost have to combine schools yeah, just no because worries. there's just so few kids in each school you know i just i got a question though so how many weeks are in the high school season eight nine six, six. Oh, okay six. so not a lot six, six competitive state. weeks but like six and then state. you and practice state. for 10 you know well, I was going to say you probably can't start it earlier 
but if mm -hmm. you could sh shorten it, right? I don't know if that's a possibility. And then you sh you shorten the seven season, go into a fifteen season with your combined schools. Right. Like you're talking about do like an east and west across the state. I know Casey, Casey's brought this up. I've talked to John Cullen about this mm -hmm. in, the, in the past, and that was always like a thought that because we know we Casey coaches at a high level. John has been at a high level. We know our kids that play sevens, if we gave them four to six weeks to practice 15s, they could compete at nationals in 15s. Yeah, they could We have the talent. They could definitely do it. I, I think mm -hmm. the, the overall skill level of the athletes in high school, there's – it's more athletes than it mm -hmm. is rugby players at, yes. That, yes. at that level, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. it's a lot easier to plug and play these kids, mm -hmm. whereas once they get into college, then there's more development and then the, the skill level changes, right? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, definitely that's – that would be I, – I, I'm all for this whole conversation, yeah. what you're talking about, because I actually thought sevens was not the way forward in high school rugby. I still don't think it is. I do appreciate mm -hmm. its value, but I don't appreciate its opportunity value for all of the other kids that should be able to yeah. get out there and play. Almost like it's time for us to move on and to evolve. Like sevens yeah, was yeah. like – the it has its place though yeah. right it's not that it needs to go away that mm -hmm. i'm not saying that it needs to go mm -hmm. away i think it has its place but i do firmly believe if we as a state really want to like evolve rugby and make rugby grow mm -hmm. um in the skill level to rise mm -hmm. you're gonna have to create more opportunities in 15s mm -hmm. how much is the sevens rugby based on with the olympics obviously the olympics are only sevens It'll probably never change the 15s. Do you think that has anything to do with What was that? 1920 was the last one? Mm. That was, was like in the Olympics? 20 or 24 And that's when the like U.S. That. won the gold? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Shocker. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's, yeah, it's weird. USA. USA. Well, and the, and the, the World Cup takes, I mean, what is it? It's, it's eight weeks. To, six or eight weeks. Six yeah. weeks go box, to go. baby. Oh, you oh, nickels are going to oh, It's on. I, I thought we were going to get into like some Sorry. shit like, no, oh, that's all right. it's all fair. you and I guys, and then this Iowa guy comes in. But really, it's, oh, New Zealand guy and the South Africa fan it's comes a good, in. I feel like I gave them all the props. Like I, mm -hmm. They won. They earned it. They it sure good, did. And, but I mean, the World they So anyway, the World Cup. Are we cups, getting back on the World Cup? <laughs> the World Cup's eight. No, the World Cup takes eight weeks. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it, it's. I don't think it could has a place in the Olympics. That's why sevens mm -hmm. like was an easier. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was yeah. an easier yeah. transition. I think that's why it's. I don't know that, it's and because of the Olympics, it like more matches in, right? Right, right. Yeah. You can play yeah. several yeah. matches in a game, and that's why it was easier to go into the high school sport because you have less time and, and all that i also think too there is a sense of pride of like i feel like 10 years ago and even a couple years ago there still is this sense of pride of like i was the only state in the whole country who like focuses primarily on sevens mm. you know what i mean like don't you feel you that sure? sometimes yeah. where it's like there there's oh, times sure where sure the most part, west, west coast they've got kids that are they're doing a sevens well, but like oh, we only do sevens yeah. and yeah. so it's okay. like like but at the same time and I've talked to Casey about this. We are sending some guys to Rebel. We're sending some guys to some select side camps. We're sending some guys out of state. But like, if we if we are the primary, like, hey, we're sevens and sevens only, mm -hmm. um, and we hang our hat on that, like, we should be sending dudes like. Because we've only had one USA. Sorry, we've only had one guy cap for the Eagle Sevens from Iowa youth, haven't we? Like, Name him. Dion from uh, oh, Southeast Pope well, and Lindenwood. And then he, he went, to, he he went to, in the U20s 
15 Steve. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, played yeah. for the national He played against – um, yeah, who was it, Paraguay? He's capped, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, too, he's done with rugby. Right. He doesn't play rugby right. anymore. Oh, really? What I, I think yeah. what we're getting at is, like, the sevens thing is has done great, and, like, we've seen success, and now it's like, do we just stay this course or we just start mm-hmm. to try to mm-hmm. move to 15s, which – I don't know. We're all kind of purists of the both sport, and that's kind both, of what we're yes. all. There's both. no, so, there's yeah. no world where they both can't exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but I think it comes down to we got to have better adults about this. and coaches who are willing to volunteer and make it work. Like I mean, I it, it kind of comes down to that too, where it's like the kids are going to show up and the kids want to do stuff. It really comes down to the adults all getting together to find. What's a system that works? Do we combine teams? Do we play against teams from other states for 15s? What does it look like? Because I think we've kind of given like five different ways to do like 7s, 10s, 15s. What does it look like? I think all of them are viable. It's just we all have to be on the same page. Do you think that more <laughs> rep, like representative rugby, could potentially um, – get more schools to buy into 15s what do you or, mean by representative rugby? so kids playing at higher levels like so oh uh, yeah like absolutely. with the, absolutely like uh the ncr the midwest all-stars like mm-hmm. barbos that like we'll go down mm-hmm. to or austin this year and and have kids from 30 different schools play 15s mm-hmm. granted they are playing 15s in college but the same concept in high school yeah we start them in playing other academies or, or whatever yeah. that needs to look like just higher level rugby yeah those kids well, go back to their school start talking about it and then more kids are going to want to get involved yeah and i think that's like for valley rugby we've got a couple of kids that play for you and i right now they're going to compete for a national title we're using that 100 percent to be like play rugby for the high school team because this dude who was at your school last year is starting at prop for a team that's going to win a national or play yeah. for a national go title. Get. Sorry, spoiler, they're winning. I mean, look at this <laughs> shirt. You got I mean, the script. But you know what I mean? Like, you got the script. Like, I think that also, too, is on the adults of, like, we got to promote that more to be like, yeah. look how cool this is. You know what I mean? Like, you can go do stuff. And, again, it's those guys who are good at football, but they're not going to get the D1 scholarship, but they could do some really great things at rugby and, and showing them other opportunities. Because speaking of representation, like, even, like, big schools like Valley, like, I can't remember the name of the girl, but there's a girl who played at Valley High School oh, seven, yeah, yeah. who now is capped yeah. as a USA Eagle. Yeah. And she got into the, every match in the the women's fifteen, the WXV, whatever this. Yeah, the yeah, but that's what's crazy. Tournament. It's like yeah. she's doing all these things. Played at Valley, played at college, playing at the highest level for women's rugby, and I don't think Valley even realizes like, hey, one of their alumni yeah. is. Yeah, do they actually know that that? I think someone has highlighted it, but yeah, like if you go down by the gym, all those pictures of high school, like oh they made all state two years in a row. But it's like you went to the shrine. You have an US Eagle because rugby is not sanctioned by the high school. They don't care. But I'm just saying, like any high school across the nation, like hey, we have a USA Eagle playing at the highest level. Like promote that, or even like Dowling. I know they don't have a girls program or boys program anymore, but but two girls state titles. The boys make playoffs every year, and it's just kind of, I don't know if Dowling talks about it, but for a small private Des Moines school with really good athletes. How do you get all of these ADs into one room? Mr. Gray's an AD. We got one in a room. Kidnapping. He's an activities director. (laughs) I'm actually a student engagement coordinator. my tools. (laughs) That way they don't have to pay me like an athletic director. (laughs) 
What was the question? How do you get all of these ADs into one room so we can start having better conversations about rugby? Meet them at the football coaches uh, meeting at when? Prairie Meadows. When? Uh, it's in the summer. They have it at Give Prairie Meadows? Like, no, no, yeah, no, that's well, an actual thing. Army over there <laughs> no, for real. Like, no, they have, uh, they have, Why wouldn't we? there are multiple meetings, like, throughout the year that ADs and coaches meet, and, like, I feel like the best place to meet them would be, like, at the football meeting, because ADs love football, because that's their biggest moneymaker. Meet them there, and it's, like, show them, if you have a rugby program in the spring, it will make your football team better. If your football team's better, you will make more money, and football's your biggest moneymaker. I think that's where we, that's the entry there's point. A, there's a good, that's a, definitely a good argument. I I would say from a safety perspective, like, oh, yeah. I think parents, m maybe it's not so much in Iowa, but I do think parents are getting more concerned with their, mm -hmm. with like head injuries and things like that. I still, to the, I will go to the grave that if you teach proper tackling technique, mm -hmm. there's a lot less head injuries because of rugby. So if you can teach the high school kids this, that's a, a good gateway to, but, to getting this. But then how do you educate the parents though that they're going to have less head injuries playing rugby though because the one of the bigger arguments is always like there's no protective gear understandably you know? so but so you're, like you're taught the so, way you're taught to tackle like no i no, i know that but it's like how do you explain players, that to like, them I, though they I, football players yeah. just tell them to watch the nfl yeah. everybody's out there you. using yeah. their head mm -hmm. they're tackling with their head with not their... only that but on the flip side of that in the nfl how many teams have now brought in rugby well, coaches yes. seahawks were the first ones to do that when they, they won the super bowl the patriots did it first the patriots did it first patriots actually patriots had actually did it first but either way you you're now seeing this more and more right but this is kind of like a, a weird tangent but i coached my son's fourth four-year-old soccer team this fall and uh we had a kid on it who was phenomenal he was absolutely insane athlete i'm like i told his parents you need to get this kid out for every single sport possible and she's like yeah we'll do everything but football i'm like why not football he's like well because he's gonna get hurt i'm like what about rugby and she's like well what's rugby and I showed her a video of playing rugby, and she's like, "Well, they don't have pads. They're not. They're going to get hurt even worse in football." And I'm like, "No, they're actually not because they're taught to tackle the right way." We had some terrible terminology, I think, for a while there, where it was football without pads. Yeah, mm, couldn't, be, couldn't yeah. be further from the yeah. truth. Yeah. So I think no if we pads. can start changing the the mindset or the yeah. the thoughts behind that, I've actually and, always told people like. You know, if you're ever going to play rugby, like take everything you know about football and Forget throw it, it. out. Forget throw it, it. out. Forget Don't it. even cool. think yeah. about football. Yeah. And let's get off of the actual field. Like, I feel like some of the ways, and you know, we we all come from the same generation where there was a sense of pride. Like, yeah, I play rugby and we party and blah blah blah. You know, but like some of this old boy stuff of rugby, we got to like kind of get out. Like, mm -hmm. we enjoy it, and there's a time and a place for some of the <laughs> ways we celebrate rugby and enjoy rugby at a social. But like. When we're selling it to a high school AD or high school kids, you know, uh, like talk about Zulus. yeah, no, yeah, no Zulus, no, none of that old stuff. Where because people, parties. yeah, people talk no about rugby. <laughs> people talk about rugby <laughs> and they get afraid. No, you got My thing is too, like football is the most popular <laughs> sport in high school, but yet people are like, oh, you can't have rugby because alcohol. Look at college football. Oh yeah, have I you been to a tailgate? Doing. It's based around drinking. You know, like mm, there, there's yeah. things like that. Well, yeah, and just to piggyback off what you're saying, all like rugby is is a bunch of guys that played football in high school and all these sports, and then they're just they're just college kids that are collected yep. together and they act like college kids. Mm -hmm. So it's football in high school? yeah, I did. 
Yeah, but some people were all state at football too in high school. Yeah, we get it. Shut, shut, up. shut up. Shut up. One eight, baby. He graduated with eleven people. All state center, bitch. Eighty three. This makes me feel like that episode of Philly where they're just like, "Shut the fuck up, D. Shut up." <laughs> Nobody cares. You're still talking. But the stories of rugby. We're in my house, it's my rules. <laughs> like the story of rugby right now is that it's such a party deal. Well, it's a party dynamic because when we all started playing. I mean, other than us that played in high school, but it's like you're 20, 20, 19 years old in college or you're out of the house and you're just acting like everyone else is, but now you have a group of people with a name, so it gets like a... Mm -hmm. Rugby gets like a worse thing than it actually is. Everybody else parties at exactly. 19 and 20, yeah. whether they play rugby or not. It like has nothing to do with the sport. It just mm -hmm. gets like... We just yeah. need to change the perspective. Yeah. Right. Like, what what is it that we're trying to accomplish getting mm -hmm. these high school kids to play this sport that mm -hmm. used to be a sport where grown men in their you know 20s, 30s, whatever, would possibly be drinking or had a lot of drinking involved in it. Now it's not. We're Meters not taking high school out. kids out to a bar after they mm -hmm. win yeah. matches, right? They're celebrating that. They're celebrating the same way they would at any other high school sport, and the culture behind it is. I, in my opinion, it's pretty it's pretty powerful. Like there's yeah. a lot yeah. lot a lot of good things that can come of this sport. So well, there's a catch twenty two too. Also, because every other high school sport, even if you're not the best, you could go get some kind of financial aid or some kind of scholarship mm -hmm. yeah. to go play at a smaller school and get your college paid for. D two, D three, NAIA, JUCO, and so a lot of people see that stuff and they're like, "Well, I can go get two years at Iowa Western or something," but they don't really know. So, like, the Iowa Central model mm -hmm. has been so successful, in my opinion, and proven that if that could grow around the state and other JUCOs could start growing in small oh, colleges, I, I think it can. then I think, I think that will. would definitely benefit. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of like you need more high school kids to get more college going and be actually competitive and productive and want the colleges to raise money. There's obviously a lot more money in the colleges. But there's also kids from out of state and out of country that would we could come bring to in. a two-year because... Yep. Iowa Central's doing it. You don't just have to rely on the Iowa guys. Sure. And also, too, like, NAIA schools, I'm talking, like, who's going to be the person that starts a team at Grandview? Like, and they got money. Grandview could they be. They got lots of foreign kids playing other sports. Grandview could be a great place to have a team because they have men's volleyball. They have eSports. They are great. Yeah, no, Grandview is, like, nationally ranked at every sport they do. I, like, I just feel like it's one of those things, like, it would make sense, and it would do very well. And you have all these metro teams. You would get Iowa kids. You would get kids from out of state. It, it's do bound to know, happen. Shout out Grandview. Uh, start a rugby program. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy and I, we've talked about it. Jeremy and I, we've we've talked about it. Like, hey, should we just should we just quit our jobs and throw everything we got at that? And and we didn't. We even said we coach the first year free. We're like, hey, we'll win more than we lose. And we can get hired on full time. And then we just didn't do it. Then we got real jobs, and you had two kids. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah. Father of two. They, they, they take up a lot of time, right, Grant? Kids? Yeah. Not even a little bit. No, they're, they're great. No problems. That's what wives are for, right? Yeah. 
Your wife is in the room. <laughs> she's she's shaking her head no, and she just played a f- imaginary flute. Oh shit, she's right there. <laughs> she no, she, she's the wiving crooner. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, fuck, they're gonna steal it. <laughs> Try to make it look fake. How can we make money? It's simply too, too good. good. Okay, I'm just gonna say when I sent you that Phil with with the podcast from like, how do we make money on this? <laughs> It's got away. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, dude. That's but, great. you know. But for real, though. Wow. <laughs> Let's right. start transitioning out of this. What a bummer yeah. in my personal life that the head coach of the Iowa, the University of Iowa rugby team is a guy I like. Because I fucking hated Iowa. You lost to him. Never lost to him. Never lost. Never lost to him. As a bunch of you and I guys, we always tell ourselves, we never lost to Iowa. We never lost to Iowa or Iowa State. Fuck those jabronis. Yeah, still all that shit. Rebuttal? I have no rebuttal. It's kind of a compliment. It's kind of a compliment. I knew I made it in rugby one time when uh Halsey goes after we had just beaten Iowa like a lot to nothing. Which time? <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Halsey comes up to me. He's like, you know what the Iowa coach just told me? I'm like, ah, what in the Rick? What did he say? He's like, he said, you're the biggest asshole out there. Me? They're no, old coach. Oh, oh, oh. Is this- <laughs> I go, oh, is that a compliment? He goes, but then he said he played really well, so he can't be too mad at you. I'm like, Okay. Was that salt? No, salty was I would say. Yeah, Jim Lloyd. Shout out Jay Lloyd. Love Jim Lloyd. He's a good man. I like Jim Lloyd a lot. What what was his nickname? I can't think of his nickname. It was a good one. Uh, We we won't go go there. We won't go there. Uh, Not appropriate for the podcast. It's not appropriate for the podcast. As is tradition. As is Nibbler. (laughs) (laughs) Nibbler. (laughs) Daddy. Yeah. Thanks. Because again. Uh, so daily, I want you to know, like we've really upgraded since last time you came on. We have quite a bit. We we, we have a rundown. We have a whiteboard, and today was the first time ever that Phil came up with the rundown. <laughs> good, in, good, job, whoa, whoa, whoa. good job, Phil. Good job, Phil. That's not true. Incredible. When you, when you had Murphy, when you guys had Murphy, and I had to come here and do the podcast, <laughs> I did two yourself. episodes. Had I came to. up with that rundown. Oh, I had to oh, do it. you came well, up. I had to. You, I, you I got came to up it. with you an episode. To. I came up with a child in this world. I know. He birthed. He birthed. <laughs> he birthed <laughs> nine months. Well, I mean, I like a like a quarterback had a shotgun. Yeah, I did. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. What? Great analogy. It's a lot of work standing there while your wife's yelling and screaming at you grabbing your hands i did great yeah she did better yeah no we did it no one ever talks about the center they only talk about the quarterback <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait that's until not, that's, not, that's not true jason kelsey yeah jason kelsey <laughs> would like to differ well i'm an eagles fan and i like Jalen hurts more so i'm gonna tell that to my wife tomorrow Oh, brave. Uh, I'm not going to. Um, she doesn't listen. Speaking so of another matter. team that's taking stuff from rugby, the Eagles. Oh, oh yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> sorry. sorry. We've had a we've had a few beers. I was like, this is. Uh, uh, what was it called? Tush Push? The tush, is that what tush Push. It's the yeah. dumbest name ever. Yeah. Whatever. Brotherly Show. Brotherly Show. Okay, I'm okay That one's all right. I like Tush Push, though. I like it, too. I feel like like that's something that Dirk Diggler would like. I just like pushing tushes is what I like. Nice and low. So, speaking of pushing tushes, Eric, I think we should 
bring on your special secret guest. Oh, I think we should give this a go. Yes. So we have a phone call here. And so put it on speakerphone. Put it up to the thing. We're going to see if he joins. We've talked about him many times. Many times. Yeah, no. There's a lot of technology. influences for the show. Yeah. Really, though. Oh, yeah. Didn't he help coin it? Was he the B Side Bombers with you? Oh, yeah. Hello. B Side. Eric. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. What are you doing right now? I was just watching the football game. Boo. Oh, yeah. Well, you're on the podcast live right now. Well, how are you doing, boys? No, good. <laughs> good, you. Good, you. Let me good give you, you a... Good, you. Let me give you a rundown of the room. We got uh, University of Iowa head coach Tyler Daly, Eric Frana, Gimli, myself, Philly V, Grant Stephan, Jeremy Newman, and what's Meet your name train. again? Ryan Gay. <laughs> Ryan, 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 Mr. Gay. Ryan Gray. Train. Holy shit. You got the whole crew there. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey, Ben, do you remember? This is this is Ryan Gray. You got to talk in the microphone. Um, <laughs> do, do you remember that one banquet where you won an award and then you went up to go receive it? And you kissed me on the mouth, open mouth, and our front teeth touched. <laughs> it still bothers oh, yeah. me to this day that our that our teeth touched. I know, I can still feel the, our teeth together as we speak. <laughs> so Ben, let's start from the beginning. Let's make this like a half-assed proper interview. Why did you, what made you come out for rugby, you and I? Um, I think it was just because I wanted something else to do outside of just messing around, I guess, at college, some sort of extracurricular activity. And uh, Were there other, I, other people involved, too? What's a crony? What's a kid? Jesus what's, Christ, what the what's fuck a crony? <laughs> yeah, let the interview breathe a oh, little, fellas. We're just so excited. We're just jumping all over it. Yeah. Knock it out, everybody, knock it out. Tell me the ending. What's the first award you won at the banquet? Shh. Continue speaking, Ben. I'm sorry. A bunch of fucking uh, amateurs the in here. You're the one that made up the name Sioux City Cronies, right? I I don't know. I I'll take it, but it's it's possible. I don't remember a lot from college. Might have been Jake. Might have been Jake. Ward. Same. It was definitely. So anyway, you mean Curly? Uh, who did you come out with? How did that all go down? Well, it was actually a couple of our buddies knew Max Star, and um, we came to the practice with him in the fall for the first time, and it was actually just Alec and I. Tyler didn't even come right away, and uh, we thought it was come. fun right off the bat. Everyone was nice to us, and we were like, Tyler, this is going to be a good cut or a good time to come. And after that, we all three started coming and uh, never left. That's great. I don't know what to say. So that's all. That's all the max star there. So what? Uh, they were their only three jumpers we had for a good season. So that was perfect. All three. <laughs> that's right. What's your? What's probably your favorite memory from you I was and just I? Of that. Let's give it a highlight. Well, I feel like you guys talked about half of these already. Let's, but, well, how about uh, we do? How about we do on the field and off the field? How's that? Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I feel like off the field was the hundred tacos night after the bar. <laughs> that's where we saw the guy in the Rey Mysterio mask, right? Yeah, I think you just talked about this like last episode. Yeah. No one else knew. But uh, shed some light on it. Tacos yeah. after the bar. And uh, I, I, we, it was a weird bar. It was like we had to cross an interstate to get there. And I think we were on foot for the most part. It said like one band. And whoever was in the band uh, went home. I think it was Haas, myself, and one other person. And we went to the Taco Bell drive-thru. 
and uh, ordered like a hundred tacos and brought them back. And I think they were probably gone within like ten seconds. I feel like maybe there was a handoff, like here, here's this bag of tacos. And then someone came like a reverse in football and intercepted the taco bag and ran into a hotel room and stole like half of them. Does that sound accurate? That was that was probably the case, but I think I had too many pops at that point, so I don't remember exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Way to church it up. All right. All right. <laughs> but hang on. Hey, uh, Ben, do you remember the very first time I went on a road trip? We went down to Missouri. Oh, God. And I was looking for a ride, and I didn't know anybody. And I walk up, and it's you, and Al, and Nuge, and it's just the three of you guys. And I'm just like, "Hey, uh, can I can I hop in?" And I'm pretty sure it was Al. And you guys, you guys looked at me and go, "We're full." And I look in the back seat, and you're sitting back there by yourself. And there's a couple bags, and it's like, ah, "I don't know, man. There's bags back here. Sorry." Uh, and then you made me ride with Grant Stefan and Dick Muncher. Emmy. God damn it. What assholes. <laughs> that does kind of sound like the car wasn't yeah, that full. Well, you guys got the nickname the cronies because you were habitually late, generally rude. <laughs> and, and, and the coolest guys on the team. As always. Well. Coolest guys in town, yep. But always just had this embodiment that you were better than everyone. Which could go positive or negative depending on the story. Would you yeah. would you say that's all true? That sounds about right. I remember I I wrote it was your you had like a like a Tahoe or something, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you count, I think it was. I got in the vehicle for a road trip and you looked me dead in the eye and said, Can you handle the bump? <laughs> I said, I don't know what that means and then you played the the fucking music so loud it could give me a headache and I think it <laughs> <laughs> never felt I feel like it affected my ability to play the game that day I'll probably turn down the Ying Yang twin CD and we uh, got all ready to go for the game I'm sure we won that one because of that alright let's go to on the field best on the field moment what do you got um I feel like we had a really good sevens tournament in the summer one time or maybe it wasn't in the summer but in the spring um i can't remember exactly where it was but we were playing like um like kansas or something like that but we ended up beating like 90 to, to nothing and i scored two tries that game i remember doing like a the handshake line and they're like oh these fucking farmers they suck <laughs> and i think we just we killed them, and that was uh, one game I can remember at least. Was that the we played in like Kansas City where we wore the we wore the yellow jerseys? Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, was that Kansas City or St. Louis? Is that Ruggerfest? Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was still it was still daylight when I blacked out on that one. You played quite well in that tournament. I'll give you that. I was in a rap yeah. battle. All right, I've had some beers. I'm about to pass this mic, but I will. I do think I do think it's worth saying that I do think Ben Villem, as far as I know, might be the most, like the greatest you and I fan of all time. Always up, most influential. Yeah, always up on the streams, always following the team. So good for you, Ben. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. And I kind of feel like, like this last week or so, it's kind of like uh, when your team gets at the Super Bowl and you have two weeks before, um, you know, they play, and you're kind of nervous and you're kind of anxious, just like you and I playing next weekend. It's uh, pretty exciting that they're in the final four here, and 
they're they're looking pretty good so um i can't wait to watch it next week yeah we have pretty high hopes for them to make it all the way to the natty and oh, hopefully bring it home oh yeah i think they'll bring it home but we're yeah. also curious too when are you going to grace us with your presence in iowa again um i'm not sure i mean we usually make it back to des moines every once in a while um, I'm sure I'll, I'll be there in the summer at some point, but yeah, when we do, we should have a little bit of a, a rugby uh, hangout, get together situation. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah, alumni weekend will be in the summer too. So, oh, what Jeremy, you say? Jeremy, say, say, what say? Hold on. Hi, Ben Villam. This is Jeremy Newman, or Chief, your old friend. <laughs> so, so I haven't been. To, I've been to one alumni weekend my entire life after graduating. Yes. You and I. But if you ever make an you and I alumni weekend, I will also go to an alumni weekend. I'll I'll, I'll jump in on that Holy action moly. too. You oh, come yes. back, I'll go. Well, I think I was really on alumni weekend after college, and Ryan Gray said he was going to be there, and he had a big game, and then he didn't come afterwards. Huh? So Typical so Mr. Gray. Yeah. <laughs> I write a lot of checks I can't cash. Wait, was that because you were a father of two and you couldn't make it? I think I had an ear infection. <laughs> I had a tummy ache. I heard it was a UTI. <laughs> really bad tummy ache. Sounds like a tummy ache. So we're all going this year to alumni weekend. Well, yeah, obviously. Yes. And I'm in. Yeah, let's put it on the calendar. Yeah, whenever we come up with a date. I'll know next meeting. It should be the same as last year, right? I thought we had... It was in the bylaws for like 10 fucking years. Yeah, I think it's going to be a slightly different date, so a certain person can make it. I won't say who, but... No. Oh, I feel like it's no. a big name. It's a big name. The biggest name. He's going to be on the show soon. <laughs> Someday, maybe. A huge name. A name bigger than most. Hey, Ben. Yes? Thanks for joining us, man. We love you and we miss you. We do love you. I love listening to you guys. It's awesome that you guys put this pod together. Love you, it's really nice that uh, I kind of keep up to date with all the Iowa rugby stuff and um, everything in one place. So I, I really appreciate you guys doing that, and, and it's really fun to listen to everyone. And we appreciate you. And I think you probably already figured it out, but part of the reason we named it the B-Side with Boys is because of you. Oh, yeah, well, when uh, you guys did your first couple episodes and Ryan was talking about the fresh legs, it kind <laughs> of... A lot of skill. We were trying to figure legs. out a way to end the show. We like just like, God, it's just... Couldn't figure out a good way to like close it out. And then... <laughs> oh, we're done. Fresh legs. Oh, my God, dude. So funny, yeah, dude. That, that is amazing. Well, and, and, it, and Ben and I, we were always trying to find a way in the second half, that my like first year... We were trying to find a way to get back into the game. Or not back in, but we were trying to find a way to get in the game. We get yeah, right behind Halsey and let him know we had fresh legs. And, just, fresh, fresh. and I don't know why, it just popped in my head. I'm like, that was really fun. It was really funny. And yeah, you and Ben, you have a lot of influence on the current team. Guys are still giving each other a little kiss, a little kiss, you know? And uh, a little, you know? We, we appreciate that. I still that. give a lot of men kisses. <laughs> One origin question. Since I've heard the the boys say "good you," is that is there an origin to that story? It's you, Ben. Is it? Because I feel like it, it is, and I wanted to confirm that. So it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I remember saying it when I joined the team because we always did it for every scrum. As like the cadence mom. was "good you," "good yeah. you." <laughs> like I feel like you said that, and then I remember like. 
we would repeat that. And then I remember Logan Getch. Logan Getch one time showed up at a rugby house, super hammered one time, and he was just screaming, Good, you! And it just, like, <laughs> yes. took a life of its own. So, like, it came from you. Logan took it to another level, and it just never went away. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, and I think you had mentioned it to an earlier episode as well when you're at the Deansless concert, right? <gasps> the Deansless, where Ryan licked the bassist? <laughs> that we were trying to order Catman's meow. Then yes. Ryan broke his phone on the walk back, and me and Harry Harger like, hey, we're going to meet the band at their hotel, play some Madden, and like hang out. Then Ryan Gray was nowhere to be found. Then I showed up with him and Booya. I lost you and the other cronies. And I and I didn't get to meet the band because I broke my phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a great night. Like Do you remember, too? The production was like, how's everyone doing out there? And then there's like a video of just a, a silent crowd, and I yelled, good, you! Yes. <laughs> we well, made that group. And I remember, too, they were like, all right, concert starts at 8, and we're there at like fucking 7.30, and 8 o'clock hits. I'm like, all right, we're going to push it back to 9.00. Nine o'clock hits, and like, we're gonna push it back to nine thirty because like nobody was buying tickets. And then yeah, I I remember very vividly just you could hear you clear as day. How's everyone doing? Good, you. <laughs> All right, we're gonna sing our rap songs. We're from Boston. <laughs> it was a great show, either way. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and I think I chugged a gallon of Catman's meow, and they didn't sell it at the bar. Ugh. Yeah. Was that, the, was that the same venue where I picked up Erica Reed when they saw Chris Jericho play? Oh, Spicoli's? Oh, Spicoli's? Yeah, Y2J. Was it? Y2J, yeah. yeah. It was the wheelhouse, I believe. No, it was the wheelhouse. It was on that strip mall. It was the wheelhouse, yeah. What was the band that he, or what was the band I remember called again? Fozzie. Fozzie. Fozzie, yes. Still rolling. Still rolling. Oh, yeah. Well, Ben, thank you for joining <laughs> us, man, and uh, we hope to see you really soon. And, uh... Go Cats. They're going to win a title for us. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you at Alumni Weekend, brother. Love you, Ben. Love you, Ben. Meow. Love you, Ben. Give that, give Nat a kiss for Same. me. Same. I will. Bye. Love you, Ben. Oh, man. That was Ben Villem. That was Ben Villem. I think that was the best interview we've ever done. That was pretty good. Mostly because you got so excited. You should hide your erection. He is. It's the pattern in the pants. It it's the pleats. <laughs> Don't act like you're not impressed. I just love Ben Villem. He was a big influence on my rugby life. What's not to like? You should go if you. I'm just saying, uh, teaser for a future episode. But if you're ever in Denver, and you played rugby, you and I the same year as I did. So it's pretty much only applies to people in this room. <laughs> but if you go to Denver, you could do the sandwich of Michael Pisney, mm-hmm. Ben Villem. Brennan Kettleson, Katie and I did that last oh. year. Ben Villem is the greatest host ever. We stayed at his house for like three hours. We watched you and I play nationals. This would have been two years ago in December. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they made us breakfast, like a, like a brunch, and they made us like their own specialty margarita. They picked us up from the hotel downtown, took us to their place, and then drove us down to the airport. The greatest host of all time is Ben 
Milam and Natalie's story. What wow. part of Denver do they live in? The part Bird. that where their house is. <laughs> is, that, is that Lodo, bro? Exactly. I don't fucking know. I mean, I have no idea. I have no I'm, idea. I'm just some dumb hick. I wouldn't know that. I stayed in a hotel and we ate, we ate food at a restaurant and drank beer at a bar and then they picked us up and went to their house. You ate food at a restaurant? Descriptive. <laughs> chicken, I got chicken tacos. That was more than I needed to know. <laughs> well, you asked, and you got what you asked for. Uh, no, I didn't, because you didn't tell me what part. Yeah, he the, did. The good part. Yeah. Where okay. they live. Where they live. <laughs> <laughs> but the greatest host of all time. Hmm. Certainly better than you, Ryan Gray. Gotta bring my own beer. Every Whoa, time shots fired. You take up. that back. I vacuumed. Oh, you let me yeah. bring my dogs here. I was going to bring <laughs> snacks. He said no snacks. Oh. Could you imagine people just munching on chips right now? Phil would love Dead air. Two wars? Harry Hargit would be a good interview. Yeah, get Harry Oh, yeah. This is just for Eric Frana. This has nothing to do with Harry, but just a quote for Eric Frana. Fifteen pussies. <laughs> I can't even remember what it's from, but I love saying it. Zach Galifianakis, live at the Purple Onion. Boom. There it is. <laughs> Ryan Gray, beating up babies on Halloween. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember, Ryan? Do you remember? Probably not. Because it's true. Do you remember when... Uh, I don't think we lived together. Did you live in that house on 9th Street, 9th and State? Yeah. Okay. I was there for first semester, and then I student taught. Yeah. Do you remember when... So we had a disgruntled neighbor that hated us? Yeah. Me and and Alec Lang stole potted plants? You stole the potted plant, and I was like, Ryan... That doesn't sound like an Alec Lang thing to do. So it was in the summer. (laughs) It was in the summer, and we knew we had this neighbor that was like... I his live in mom, Cedar. His mom lived. He lived with his mom. Sorry, I'm interrupting yeah. you. And it was like, oh, I live in Cedar Falls, but I'm mad that college kids live in Cedar Falls. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where we're like, oh, they keep giving us shit. They keep giving us shit. So we got to Cyprus. We'd always go to Cyprus. The soup. Yeah. Oh man. And we would have so much fun. And then when we came back, Alec Lang and I were like, hey, let's do something really silly. See these potted plants? This neighbor hates us. Let's take them. <laughs> Dumbest thing. We grab them. We run off. We're giggling like kids. And we're in the basement. And I remember you sat us down like a, a, a father. <laughs> and you're and like, because they were just like, they took our potted plants. I'm calling the cops. And you're like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. And not Alec. Alec has never done anything wrong. No. I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he, how do you think we got two plants there? He was the second man. I don't. And you just sat us down like, guys. This isn't good. You got to return those. Plants. Well, for the record, I'm pr- I'm pro stealing potted plants. For the record, but this particular guy <laughs> yeah. was always going to call the cops on us. So I was yeah. like, just take him back and let's mm-hmm. deal with it later. That uh, a lot of shit happened in that house. Yeah, I was only there for like five months. Adam Card got his laptops. So we found his keys on the roof when we moved out. Someone oh, stole his keys and threw them on the roof. <laughs> In Ryan. Drive. I forgot I did that before I moved out. What's Adam Card up to these days? I don't know. He lives in Waterloo. All right. He needs to get on the show. Sounds like. Nah, he didn't play. He didn't play right, play right, right, right now. Uh, <laughs> never mind, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. Beat it, nerd. Wouldn't it be some if you listened? He's actually. It's like, dude, I'm actually the number one Patreon. Uh, I was just gonna make a joke about how we always wear cut-off shirts. That's it. Oh. Well, that was just the life in 2000. 
11, 10, whatever it 12, was. 14, oh, 18, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 2012, I think, because I was wait, student which, teaching. Which, wait, which house was this? Was this the? Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. 2012. Because yeah. it would have been after yeah. 2011. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Some of my math checks out. Uh, that math maths. Oh yeah. Um, I have to tinkle, so someone yeah. else take point. Oh, we gotta talk about it. I'm tinkle time. There you go. Just keep it going. Yeah. Uh, Eric, how long is your leg? <laughs> which one? Are we, are we talking uh, cocksucker or kick ass? Dead air. I'll ask you, so like everybody who went to UNI has been to at least one alumni weekend, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a favorite one? Favorite year? My favorite one was when Paul Emmerich came and brought trash bags full of jerseys and shorts and gave them out to everyone. What what year was that? Because 2009. Oh yeah, that was definitely 2010, my time. 2009. Yeah. Eric, um, my least favorite one is the one where I showed up so ridiculously hungover. We ran two ball lines, and I threw up. And Eric Nichols screamed at me, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> and then 30 minutes into the match, Ryan Saunders thought that I hit him dirty, even though I was not a part of the tackle, and he hit me from behind and started punching me in the back. He's got it. And then I lied down on the ground you. and I said, oh, I'm good. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> right Saunders likes punching you. Yeah, uh, just, just something about my flesh. His fists need it. I don't remember that. My favorite. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But I'm not saying. I'm not going to dispute that it happened. Oh, it, mm. it, it did. My favorite okay. moment of uh, alumni weekend was when um, Paul Emmerich Derry tell the story. No, that was oh. Buer. Who I don't even know who that guy is. But he Jack Lewis had his door fun. locked at um, oh, the door. Greg's place. Yeah. So Paul kicked the door in. He said, I don't like locked doors. And then <laughs> What is he, a cat? <laughs> and then he had a, a uh, acoustic guitar. And he's like, I can play I can play the acoustic guitar. And then I swear to <laughs> God, he played like this. He's like, What song do you want to hear? He's like, oh, I can play that. And, and it was just like the same chords all over again he's like wait, wait what what song was that i don't know it was funny if you there was like three in the morning so he didn't eat potato salad off haas's chest because haas passed out eating <laughs> leftover potato salad on the couch and, I don't, and spilled potato salad on his chest and everybody was looking at him i don't and know so Emmerich walked up with a fork i think <laughs> no that was Be- that was viewer Be- i think they both got it well i think actually to be honest a lot of people ate Guilty. I was. I uh, saw it. I was there. I was there. Go uh, ahead. One of my favorite alumni weekend memories when I was still in college was when uh, Reed was there, Paul Emmerich was there, and uh, obviously we're playing a golf ball game, and I convinced Reed to golf ball Paul Emmerich, and he succeeded. Paul chugged his beer and then slapped Reed in the nuts. <laughs> he, he doubled over. He slapped him so hard in the nuts. And then oh. it, and that was just wholesome entertainment. Uh, I think, dude, I, it's I've been thinking about it like ever since we brought up Will Scott because, well, one, the first time I met Will Scott, I thought he was like one of the coolest fucking guys ever. I know, right? But, yeah, dude, he's cool as shit. But uh, 2004. 14, I think, was my first alumni weekend. And I remember we went to Voodoo, and we were popping champagne. And we were just, like, 
fucking out on the dance floor, shirts off, just getting weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they kept trying to make us put our shirts on. And then, like, like okay, like, if we buy you guys a shot, like, you know, you put your shirts back on. We're like, yeah, sure. We put our shirts on, we run over and take a shot, and then we run back out there and take our shirts off. <laughs> but then we're, like, out there hanging out, and Will Scott hands me a bottle of champagne, and he's like, shake that fucker up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just start spraying people with it, and we're just all, ah. And then, like, Wes Moss and Will Scott, which are, like, the two biggest fucking guys there, start doing it, but then they get kicked out of the bar somehow. But not me. It was weird. But, god damn it, dude, that was so much fun. I love a one my weekend. Hmm. I had a story I was going to tell. No, I can't remember. Yeah, you oh, had yeah. <laughs> So we played the you alumni game. You had your hand up and you went on your phone. Well, because I was, sec- I was securing today. another guest for the pod. <laughs> for tonight? <laughs> no, not tonight. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we played the alumni game the year Paul played, or a year that Paul played. And uh, do you guys, were any of you guys around for Devin Yeoman? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, he went to Africa. <laughs> he, <didn't go> Africa. <laughs> he also rode his Came fucking back. he rode his bike around the perimeter of the United States, right? Wow. Him and his that. brother. Yeah. Well, anyway. I don't know about that, right? He was uh like he makes me look like a large fella. And Paul Emmerich he got the ball and Paul Emmerich fucking lit him. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh no. Like I think he broke every bone in his body and then he gave him an, like the most badass like entire USA national team uh, yeah. whole kit yeah. like oh. jersey and the sweats oh, top and bottom because he felt so bad. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say worth it, worth it. Hit by Palmer for that. <laughs> well, you would have to get, you'd have to get oh. hit by like even it's bad or something to like let the size Bro. balance out. That's a scary dude. How are you doing? Guys. Playing against the Hollywood Bets Sharks? I mean, uh. biggest fan. You tried. Yeah. He too did. I, I did. <laughs> uh, alumni oh, weekend. I can't wait. That's yeah. fun. Ready? They've all been Put fun. The oh, right, yep, right, yep. Right, right. This is a big Grove one. I don't think any oh, alumni weekend has not it even been sounded fun. like pretentious in Iowa City. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like any yeah, yeah. God damn it. Oh, fucking big growth. It's good beer. Daddy. All right, okay, hold on. Let's go back to the rundown. Back to the rundown. Okay, what other topics do we have? Close. God, I'm going to take a picture of that. Question mark. Everything should just end in a question mark. Yeah. Oh, do it. Yeah, do it. Oh, my God. Who is it? I'm scared. Yeah, you just wait. Just give it a minute. Oh, so it's ringing. It's ringing. It's ringing. Yeah. Can we cut this out? Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the I could. 144. Okay. What if he doesn't answer? Ryan likes it don't it matter. He'll answer. Oh, no, he's got Who two children. It? So do yeah. you. I would not answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10 o'clock on a Friday night? That's yeah, right. Texting. Yeah. So now we're teasing. No, oh, booing. We're playing a new game. Just call whoever you have in your phone. Saunders would never answer my phone call. I, I got nothing. I could just call yeah. Reed. That's my boy. So I saw Reed the other day. Oh, yeah. I, he, I got a snap of that. I, I saw him the other day, too. Yeah. He's doing well. This is a good boy. He's, uh, he's grown. Is he playing rugby he, again? He actually is playing in Michigan for the Tri-City Barbos, who Who's? I believe we played against in select side mm-hmm. of and with like five or six years ago yeah and you like played against some Bremer, Bremer. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh kind no. Of? no 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 he, he has Can't. no ACL and he uh, won back of the year 
SRE. Wow. ACLs are for wussies. That is someone once yeah. told me. Well, that is like your opinion, man. man. Well, <laughs> I just think Reed wanted it more. It, it's the mustache. It's yeah. the power of the mustache. Do you follow that sloppy Madden's plays and the video game for Madden? And then yeah, whenever it's, it's really bad, and then they just say he wanted it more. Yeah, because it, it's a sham. It is a sham. <laughs> Can we talk? Can we talk about the Madden League and I don't, the, I don't, the college nah, football league? We no. can talk about NCAA. I don't want to talk about Madden. Yeah. Even though I, we, so I won like three we years a in a row. Of Greg Jennings up in the wall. Greg Jennings. Fuck it. We also had a picture of plane. <laughs> so we got our podcast has gone from Iowa rugby to just only you and I to now just the people that lived in your house and called. <laughs> you don't talk shit about the big hey, league. I would never. Fort friendship. I, will, I would never. I will still it. never forget Joseph's nickname. Joseph? No. Joseph. No. Even better. Ray Rice, nice mice. Oh, nice mice. Nice mice. Nice mice. <laughs> because we had a fantasy draft and he picked Ray Rice. Oh. And then Ray Rice semi murdered a woman. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the amount of people no, waiting. It was on video. Well, it was on video. <laughs> yeah, it was allegedly on video? Uh, I will still never forgive <laughs> Alex Aldridge. For ruining booger butt, how how booger butt? We had our roommate Lil Dave fully convinced that Joe Zist's last name was Zist for like three years. He, he called him uh, Joe Zist. He would even Texas Joe Zist. Joe Zist. He thought that one hundred percent. And then booger butt one day, little little under the influence. I bet he'll answer. You think it's Zist? <laughs> like shut the fuck up, dude. This is a long con. Yeah, this is a long con. Do you know how play. a long con works? <laughs> You're out of your element here, Donnie. <laughs> Shut up, Donnie. God damn it. <laughs> Donnie and Squeak. Squeaks. Do you remember, I don't know, is this off brand? Do you remember when I kicked no. that person out of the OP? Yeah. Please tell that story. Yeah. No, no. This is, I wasn't there. Perfect. I, Ryan, but I remember you texted me. This is this is really funny. Ryan Gray came to college with a girlfriend. Correct me when I'm wrong. Oh, and when I'm wrong, it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it. So Ryan Gray came to college with a girlfriend, <gasps> and she stepped out on the relationship, and we were like, "Fuck that bitch." Ryan was in mourning, so we're drinking at the op. This it's is called like, a rut. This is I'm like a, early. I, I, it's like you got really drunk that year. This was 2009 or 10. I was there. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 9 p.m., which is pretty early by OP standards. And she walks into the bar, <laughs> and I <laughs> stormed her out, and I called her a huge bitch and a cheater, and I walked her out of the bar and I made her fucking leave. And mm-hmm. everybody booed at her. And then, and then I remember you texted me like, hey, girl. you'll never guess what I just did. <laughs> Kicked your fucking ex-girlfriend uh, out of the bar. Defended your honor. Oh, that was funny, because I was with a different new girlfriend watching Long Island Medium at the time, and I was like, oh, thanks. What a great... If we would have known that, we wouldn't have done it, probably. She was terrible, too. Did we tell the story about when you first got my number on this spot already? No! (laughs) (laughs) So that was also at the OP, so there we were. This is... No, this was... This This is, like, first year... This story precedes the last story I was told. Yeah, this story is, like, the first story. So... Yeah, from because I lived in the dorm cell. This is my first year at UNI. Go to practice. It's Wednesday night, whatever. 
go to the OP. It's my first time at the OP, and I just I blacked out and just not great night for me. I don't think I don't know, but I had fun. So the next day, I wake up. I'm still dating this girl that got Eric kicked out of the bar a couple years later. So, anyways, I get this text from a number that I don't have in my phone. It's just like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, hey, uh, it was really nice to meet you last night. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And like, oh yeah, no, we, you're pretty cute. Like that was a that was a good kiss. And I'm just like, oh my god, did I cheat on my girlfriend? I kissed someone. Like yeah, my name's Stephanie. And I'm just like, oh no, who is Stephanie? And I'm like racking my brain. Like I saw so many people. Oh my gosh, no. And then eventually you're just like, ah, Mayor Kickles. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a long time. It was oh. like an hour. Oh, it yeah. It, Nichols thing no. <laughs> it felt like a month. Like, I was just like, I'm not the worst person in the world. I'm such a bad person. You're just like, ha, it's me, Eric. And I'm like, yeah, oh, shucks. <laughs> you got me. That was a real fucker. Goddamn Stephanie. <laughs> but we probably did kiss. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair, like that wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah no, that's big, fair. big kissers. Yeah, uh, Phil, question: How many girl to guy ratio kisses? <laughs> oh God, uh, girl to guy, like, be honest. For one girl, probably three guys. I want to say maybe two guys. So if you've Somewhere kissed, if you've kissed a hundred girls, you've kissed three hundred guys. It'll probably around that range. Okay, so actually, have you kissed ten girls? Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> okay, you've kissed way more Fine. than thirty guys. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So it'd be more like ten to like seventy-two. <laughs> you were a math teacher, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten there, to seventy-two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A one to yeah. seven. Was, like I said, I was trying to explain one, this to Cheyenne the other day. One per seven point two. And that uh, number keeps going up. The yeah. number does not it's go up. It's never going to go down. If anything, it might actually go down. Guys, we don't can have to rehash down? this. Can you un- go down? Can you, the math, math. Can you, <laughs> can you be unkissed? <laughs> it's possible. Phil will never unkiss me. Um. <laughs> How do you... Could, wait, could you physically unkiss someone like... <laughs> that actually makes it worse if you suck it out of their mouth. So, let me ask you this. That might, ne- that might be skip. That might be a different step. I've never <laughs> kissed Phil. What if I unkiss him? Would that be a half a kiss? A zero? A negative one? What would that oh, be? Don't take away my body count. I think that counts as two. Yeah. Be Let's watch. Double down. All right, do it. Wait. What? Do it. Unkiss. Hey, when unkiss are, are we right going to get video on this podcast? Hundredth <laughs> <laughs> episode, baby. Hundredth episode. Is that an unkiss? Why were we that recording? Hundredth episode. Hundredth so kiss. See. Just kidding, um, it's way more. I just unkiss Phil. So, yeah. later tonight after the show, we'll kiss. Don't yeah. Worry about it. We'll, we'll make up. No, we're... Break even. We are really getting to a good point in the show. Um, <laughs> question mark? Tyler Daly, how did you start with rugby? No, I'm kidding. That's a dumb question. <laughs> we already, well, I was going to say that, but we already had him on. I feel like you yeah, no, we did. Yeah. No. no, I remember when we started this podcast, I told Phil, Mike. Don't ask every guest how they started rugby because it's because like we always like for the first like ten episodes I'm like we have the same conversation every time. That's what I have asked well, every it's, guest. No, it's but, a slightly different story, but it's different. Question. But it's different though because our first ten people were all very close friends that yeah. were very similar to us. Maybe Daily was number six or seven, something like that. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. I'm kind of upset. I've been on this. I don't know how many, but like nine episodes, and no one's ever made me a drink. I feel like I really. Oh my god! <laughs> you want it like a mixed drink? No, I can't drink liquor. But you I just want, want someone to offer Colada? it to me. What do you, I don't know, but when Daly was on that one time, those were pretty good. And I also remember. How late were we here till like? I don't know. I live here. <laughs> oh my god! Was I was so time. drunk. That was a great so episode. Awesome. No, I loved it. That was like six hours of recording for a three-hour episode. <laughs> like we were, we similar we to this damage. one. Yeah, finding your footing. Yeah. yeah. Except yeah. only this one, we won't have to edit anything, and the sound quality would be decent. I think at one forty-four we said something kind of anti-Semitic, but Whoa. I was, didn't. I, it was Phil. It was, was the Phil. Catholic guys. <laughs> it was Catholic guys. <laughs> I just said the H word. You're not supposed to say that anymore. Yeah. H Honduras. <laughs> Did you say eight? Hungry. Eight? Oh, oh, oh Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> 154. 154, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut. The gypsies. Yeah, you so we, we are it. getting right at the two-hour mark, so I will say... Do we do an We're going to look forward to Grant. Grant, what, can, what, Should we do what do you want to talk about? We yeah, do we'll, we'll do... We'll, each Grant. person can do a little thing. So, again, 100 episodes. Probably. Appreciate all you guys. Appreciate everyone to listen. This is a very fun Sorry, episode. Please. Jeremy, um, thanks for being here. Sorry. Any closing thoughts that you have? Closing thoughts. I think, actually now I'm looking around thinking back on it, I've been teammates with every single person that played rugby. Daily we did it with the Selects. men's select side team. Him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we were I, because I remember yeah, that was the first time Bremer and Iowa City Ducks were like, it was basically whoa. Was mostly, it was yeah. like, whoa, we're teammates now. We yeah. got to be nice. Well, still hate you. <laughs> but then, no, I think that was really a good experience. Because I Are think you seriously uh, still mad about this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't control my emotions, Phil. Because I think that's the one thing, ladder. no matter how corny it sounds, it's like the connections you make through rugby and just like the different type of people you get to play with. It's like even in high school. Des Moines Chaos back to that we played against people from Uruguay we had Kyohei the Japanese international student who played with us for a couple of years and oh. nice guy then it's just like man how old are we now too old like how old are you like 14 15 years later it's like we can say we all played rugby together at three or four different teams which is a pretty big deal I feel like which is pretty rare in the Iowa rugby community so yeah. and won some games yeah, we won a couple won games too. yeah right Grant as the virgin of this podcast. <laughs> Not anymore. Not no more. Not after tonight. I got to say, I, I think back to what Jack and Lucy like used to always tell everybody about their first rugby game. It's kind of like losing your virginity. It's kind of wet. It's really awkward. And before you know it, it's over with. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that. Wait, but real quickly, though. I was. I thought about this when I was in the bathroom. Now we're like wrapping. I thought we were doing fire, fire Yeah, no, fire no, no. Arguments. But I wanted to ask this the whole time. All right. It's his uh, house. Go. It's my house. It's my, not your house. <laughs> Grant. Yes. Final question for you, and then we'll pass it on to Phil. Um, how do we get you back into the game, whether as a player or coach? Or commentator. Ref. He'd be a great how do ref. We get you back in? He'd be a good ref. No kids would mess with you, Grant. Yeah. Is he living in Des Moines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, there's no reason why you shouldn't. To be determined. Whistle. To be determined. We'll leave it at that. I like it. Good enough. Phil? Phil, thoughts? I don't know. I, this was a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to the next few months and some new experiences for myself and 
This is the yeah. most cornball, canned, safe <laughs> answer in the world. I don't Phil, know. live a little. I don't Get know. out there. Speak your mind, night. Phil. Say something wild. I don't know. I want to get out. Well, no, I don't want to get out of here. This is fun. All right, cool. But, See you. like, afterwards, we should go do something. Phil, you should grow some hair. You want to go to... I can't. <laughs> I'm doing my... Hey, I'm trying to... I'm trying to be, like, a fun-sized Casey Hansen. God. <laughs> you're not mean enough. Casey Hansen's fun. I don't care what size he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You want to go to Pally's? Yeah. Actually, right. I would have to, like... Okay. Okay. Love you all. Tyler Daly, thanks for showing up. We're super excited to see you. You're the best. This is fun. Kisses. Kisses. That's all you're going to say? Yeah. Oh, so it's up. Eric with a C? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I'm I'm sorry I wasn't part of all 100 episodes, but I listened to most of them. I tried. I mean, I listened to a lot. Some of the ones I was even on, you know? Did you know Phil and I, neither of us have been on 100 episodes? Both so of I, us have missed episodes. What? So I can no, catch up? Nobody has been a part of 100 episodes. So if I injure your vocal cords, I could theoretically catch up. <laughs> Super sexual. That's the most sexual thing. Ah, that's definitely yeah. sexual. That, that's, not, that's not the way I could, no, I couldn't do it that way. What I was going to say. Children are sleeping. Oh, yeah. Shit. Sorry. Oh, shit, sorry I forget kids. how loud I am. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I put don't. the microphone in your mouth this time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jared, for coming. We always appreciate you. Grant, we love you as well. Grant. And Tyler, don't know you too well, but I'm glad you're here. We met at uh, your bartender, were you? Sure. Yeah, at like, yeah. a tequila you place. You the fucking mic. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you're with Colin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go Guapos. Shout out to Guapos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Chase up to? I don't know. Stuff. Probably, yeah. you know, yeah, just. Yeah. Making the best margaritas in town, I guess. I don't Not know. good. Yeah. Still oh yeah, But thank you guys for being here, Eric. K. With uh, a K. Kick ass. Really happy you you made the trek down here. Oh, you're a good man, and you have a good woman came with you. Thank you. I mean, he'd be lost without you. To be honest, like literally, he wouldn't have found this house. <laughs> <laughs> I barely did. I went to the wrong one. All and I'm right. lost without Eric. Here's your robot penis. <laughs> Uh, I just want to say that it's really cool to be in the same room with uh, seven other guys that I've known for 10 to 15 years and played a lot of rugby with. And Tell the story where Gimli fell in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you ever been sorry sorry right. to interrupt, but uh, tell no, it. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. <laughs> so I was in the middle room in uh, the old big league, and I just hear someone banging on the door hammering on my door it's like i don't know three four in the morning just you guys what are you doing what's going on i crawled through one of your windows that's how i got it (laughs) motherfucker we didn't lock any doors and and i hear him banging on a door and i'm like that doesn't sound like you know the the bedrooms are to the left of my room and way to the right he's not banging on any of that i don't he's not doing any harm and then I hear him get into a door, and then I just boom, 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 boom. I'm like, well, that was definitely the basement. That is not a habitable place. So I figure I should probably check it out. I hear him screaming, help! Oh, my God, someone help me! It's going on for five minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, no. I'm in bed. I'm in bed. I'm done. Help me. I'll give you money. I'll give you. I open my door. I turn right, I look down the stairs, and he's just 
laying at the bottom of the stairs holding his body just oh my god what happened i was like what the fuck are you doing in my house this isn't your house and you know had had to lead the boy to safety take him on out of there no great end to that story. I appreciate you. But we're here like, now. Like, yeah. here's the end. We're you didn't here. learn anything like, from it. You didn't well, learn anything from it, but... And the year before, we were in that house, and you were very yeah. drunk. Grant and I came over to watch oh, a Hawkeye No! Is that the zombie story? Well, we put you to bed at least four or five times, and we you thought... Came you came running out like a zombie after the third time we put you to bed. Like, ah! It's not... Emily takes you and olays you into the... I, I it's into not my fault that I killed a handle of schnapps to myself. <laughs> Lays you into the oven and you, you were passed you out. Stone you corrupt your oven. Well, I lost. <laughs> I yes, was, you yeah. were unconscious right after that. We had to carry you to bed. You were. We thought you Five died minutes. for that about was not two my minutes. first concussion. It was not my last. We concussion. thought you died. Not my that oven. Awesome. Not my problem. I was just following <laughs> your suit. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, it was awesome to see all you guys again and. Played with you all. Hope to play with you all again, we'll or be involved in rugby we'll with you in some way See or another. And uh, I just think that this podcast has been good for Iowa, and it gets Aww. people involved. And uh, we don't have all good ideas, but there are some good ideas. There's some ideas, or at least they're fun. B side, they're fun. B side, you know. Bees? Well, thank you, Eric. You know, I that's appreciate fun. that. I'm glad you're here. Oh yeah. Um, Oh shit, Daly's here. Daly's here. What the fuck is this guy doing here? Uh, no, this was cool. I'm glad I texted you, Ryan Gray, about the Iowa AGM tomorrow, and then you texted me a picture of all the coolest dudes sitting on the couch. Uh, thanks for inviting me over. This was fun. Um, I just want to. I do have a question though. When are you guys gonna actually start doing video podcasting? Uh, Yeah. Phil, do you want to take that we one? We see the yeah. wrestling match between Ryan and Tom. I mean, I mean, we had a guy, but we don't have a guy anymore for the videos. We yeah, have okay. Places for radio. We we want to do it. It's just more of like to pay or like to have a thing to do it and the time to edit. Like we want to do it, bro. But block party. Yeah, block party. Oh man, I love block party. Let's we'll do uh, our very. Fir- Let's say right now, we're no, gonna do it. Don't, don't, we're doing don't this. Commit no, I'm don't committing to it. Stop. And oh. even though, if you commit to it, we're not gonna fucking do it. Exactly. We'll just say, we'll just leave okay. it open. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna throw it out. Okay, I'm not committing to anything, but like, God, it'd be really cool if we did our first ever video episode podcast at Block Party. That'd be cool. I'm not gonna commit to it. Find the guy that runs it. We can talk to him. Okay. Yeah. Reach out. Okay. See if he <laughs> wants to do it. All right. Wow. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> and with that being said, don't drink and drive. Um, my beer. That's pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool episode. And I just want to ask you boys. Well, I just want to say thanks for all being here. And again, uh, this is pretty cool. But uh, fuck. What do we say? Uh, how are you doing? Good you. 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 Good Like when you get your first ticket for illegal
Let's go.